0: Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 29th of July 2017. I'm your host Dan Train, joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Specific. And Robert Kemp. It's an absence of
1: Mexican, Rob. <laughs> he, he's not going to be in this cut
2: of the podcast. <laughs> you built a wall in front of that bit of the podcast. Oh, yeah. It.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a beautiful wall. <laughs> that's a Trump war
1: made of bulletproof glass <laughs> apparently
0: or at least soundproof <laughs> <laughs> yes in this case <laughs> all those mariachi bands <laughs> yeah. need to keep them out because so you can't hear the Mexicans then it's fine <laughs> or, me- or it's not the Mexicans it's Mexican Rob <laughs>
3: hey
0: gringo
2: okay. I've come to start your podcast <laughs> Go back to the South <laughs>
0: Oh, oh we no! We can- broke through. Hey guys, hey guys! That wall didn't I work, the- Zach. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the immigration ban is nothing to me. I feel like in reality Mexican Rob robbers, like that's I don't know why we chose Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> like surely for <laughs> us it should be like French rob like you're not that far away. the <laughs> 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 imprint of Mexico is felt globally
0: <laughs> that was so, one of the um, um...
2: stupid accents that Rob did which caused us to call it Mexican well, wrong. That's, that's what actually
1: happened was yeah. when I used to walk away from the mic to turn off the... well I still do but I walk away from the mic to turn off the podcast and uh, therefore I am far <laughs> away making Mexican accents
2: yeah, so, yeah I, I really don't know quite no how came to that no nobody does Hey ginga. Anyway, this
1: podcast is Stella. <laughs> Stella sounded cool in Mexico, <laughs> did it? Stella. No. No, it did not. What's like a cool Mexican word for good?
0: <laughs> Me gusta, isn't it? That's like Spanish, yeah, that though. Exactly. They have to say it with a Mexican accent to make it Mexican.
1: Can you say, like, bueno or something like that? Or is, is that Mexican enough? Like, <laughs> decent, yeah.
0: Well, I work team. with Wait, like no these two Spanish guys, and people ignorant, you know, normal people always saying Mexican things to them, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> and try to demonstrate. Okay, this is in a Spanish accent, and, and this is, and then they do a really bad Mexican accent as well. which is really <laughs> funny, even though they know the language, they still have bad Mexican accents. <laughs> That's
1: kind of awesome. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I quite like to hear other languages attempt the people who have other languages, their favorite attempt, uh, you know, the British accent or other foreign languages, because it's obviously our impressions of foreign languages are, are slightly tainted by our Britishness.
0: Slightly, so like hearing, totally, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so like hearing other, other, other nations attempt to do language impressions of other nations could be, could be pretty funny. It's like when Americans try and do British, right. And it's always way a, a the, the, the almost the least common forms of Britishness, like like Cockney. There aren't actually that many Cockneys, right?
0: No, Cockney has kind of pretty much died out. There's not many people speaking Cockney. They, I, I realise now there's a name for the kind of English that you get in London, and it's called ah. Multicultural London English, MLE. No, oh. Yeah, that's it's what's replacing are. Cockney. Yeah, it's a bit Yeah, but I definitely have friends who speak a bit of the old... M L E blood. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, <geez.
0: laughs> I don't know about geese. <laughs> I don't know where that comes from or why we use it.
1: geez Because it's, you know, short for geezer. That sounds sounds like something Ray Winston would say. What geese?
0: I guess yeah, I guess it is a he's a bit cockney, isn't he? He's definitely not <laughs> <Multiple> <laughs> have a bang on on that. Basically that, that have a uh,
3: bang on it. <laughs>
0: That that chicken connoisseur guy is basically the M L. E English. Right.
1: So what so what M L. E. is Grime, is that what you're trying to say? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well Grime comes from East London.
1: I suppose.
0: So that makes sense. If that's how how they speak there, then Grime would be like that.
1: Mandem got bare language. Exactly. Although I'm pretty sure I need another word for language to make that work.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, my <laughs> oh, my days.
3: <laughs> oh, my days.
1: Oh, my days. You're spitting is Spiffington. Spiffington?
2: Spiffington.
1: That was a, that was a chicken connoisseur thing on just one episode.
2: Spiffington. <laughs> <laughs> What was it when he was related to the shoes, Meshington? Yeah, Meshington.
0: That was it. He <laughs> when he's like crap check, Meshington, yeah, yeah.
1: Meshington For that sweet mess. Although he sold out, yeah, he did. You see him sell out, yeah. Oh, I've never got a giant weird wet coffee patch on my stomach. Where'd Good I, job. How would that go?
0: What? Why? <laughs>
2: I, mean, I don't think I have spilt because it's not warm. <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> you just spilled <laughs> something, not <laughs> necessarily coffee. Yeah, just some weird residual
1: wetness from the bottom of my cup, maybe. But Yeah, there you go. Live live patches on my stomach. <laughs> stomach patch. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm damp.
0: The kitchen bitching is leaving the kitchen.
1: Yeah, apparently. It's chasing me cold water tap just spraying all right from there yeah i'm having some coffee i've not i've not been sleeping <laughs> really I've been sleeping i've been sleeping real bad
0: well why are you drinking coffee then <laughs> that's not gonna help
1: well because oh, oh to wake you up for this
0: right <laughs> exactly. well it's not gonna yeah. help you later on i mean oh no most yeah most definitely won't but
1: this, only <laughs> coffee. Right. but this is only coffee number two of the day so it should be
0: okay okay Mostly i haven't okay. had any today is unusual. Are you... Oh no, hold on, that's a lie. I definitely Correct. did have one. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Yeah. You're an addict. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Okay, that's fair. That's I, it's just bad. that I thought earlier on, before we came on the podcast, I'd, um, I thought I'd get a coffee, and then I thought, no, I'm not going to, and therefore I assumed that I'd managed to resist coffee all day. When in fact I'd forgotten that I had one for br- with breakfast.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: best time time for coffee. For breakfast
0: yeah although i don't know i think i think um like around 10 a.m is actually the best time like after me imme- not when you immediately wake up but after you've got to work and done a bit of work it's,
1: oh i see what you mean yeah, check yeah. You i guess and stuff i guess it's a bit weird because in my case when i start work i'm also eating breakfast and having a coffee
0: right you do it all all together yeah. after you've but you don't it's not like you get up have a coffee and then take Gnome to the station or whatever. You do no, it later uh, on in the morning. Yeah.
1: yeah. That, that all think... happens first and then, and then when I'm sat at my desk,
0: that's when yeah. I have
1: breakfast and a coffee.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What do you eat for breakfast, man?
1: Uh, a variety of cereals. Not uh, all at the same time, admittedly. I don't think like they're like cereal tapas. Did I tell you
0: with. guys that I tried to eat cereal again? Because I never liked cereal. I don't Wait, know if you what? remember?
1: No, I don't remember.
0: Yeah, I never liked cereal. Uh, huh. I think it was the what is it, what is it?
1: Yeah, the milk. Oh, okay, I was about to say, yeah. what is it about the cereal? Is it the cereal itself, or just the fact that it requires a milk component?
0: Yeah, because How you can it? alter the amount of milk, so you can have a less soggy cereal. But and I tried. What I did was recently. I thought, is that just a childhood thing? Where now, if I tried it, I'd like it because it's probably good to like eat breakfast more. And it, not that that's the only option, but it's a good option for breakfast. Um, so I got like some fancy cereal. Which look really nice, one of those Dorset ones, and some mm. nice, All nice. So like
1: the mi- like, sort of, sort of muesli slash crunch bread. Yeah, yeah, but with nice yeah.
0: berries and stuff in, they look pretty nice. Mm. And then, and I got milk and everything, and I tried it, and and I tried with only a little amount of milk at first, just to see, you know. Although you need a certain amount, you can't just eat dry cereal really. So <laughs> there, there's a <laughs> yeah, certain. Well, you can, but anyway anyway the result was i didn't like it so now, now i have uh, a big box of cereal to throw away all um, right well the, okay other things to try like there's various different
1: types okay. that it's that way. <laughs> yeah. that's a, pretty, that's a pretty good option it's a pretty tasty option. Yeah,
0: single cream that um, would work
1: or you know you could try different forms of milk like we'll just get some full fat in there oh, i
0: or tried like that cream actually cream. i think i did get full fat
1: exactly that's delicious yeah. Uh, or you know maybe maybe you just want it a bit damp, In which case maybe you want the least full skimmed milk, which is horrific. But <laughs> I don't. But I think it's I think it's horrible. But maybe that's your solution. It's the least milky milk. You can Maybe
0: convert
2: your cereal into porridge by just cooking it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's too much effort. That's the thing. What about yogurt? Breakfast. It's not really effort. I don't really like what yogurt about... either. All of this okay. dairy stuff. That's a holdover from childhood. I think I didn't really like what... yogurt when I was a kid either.
3: well
1: what about not the uh, not the sort of um, you know, like Muller yogurt, you know, the sweet yogurt, what about that right. sort of not sweet Greek yogurt stuff? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe I should, that's another thing I should try and then fail to like again. After like sour years. yogurt.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I like a big, the problem I have, like, with yogurt is there's never enough of it. Like, if it, like, in the sense, if you get those big sort of, like, you get those, like, almost pint glasses of yogurt now. Yeah. And it's like, but it's not, I'll just have a whole lot. It's like,
3: Jesus. Yeah.
2: It's, 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 a bit oh, like, too much. it's a bit like ice cream Can't stop Well I mean In some ways There's a psychological thing Where it's just like Yeah you could stop And put the lid back on Put it back in the fridge And it'll probably be fine For some period of time Yeah But it will will it <laughs> But well that, That's not that's You expose not the, the yoghurt to the atmosphere That's definitely not The thought process
1: with me it's just It's just still delicious I can carry on
2: No that's not what I meant though <laughs> It's delicious
1: now But will it be delicious In like two days yeah, Or will it have yeah. gone skank True I don't know what the. I don't think the lifespan of yogurt is particularly, particularly long. If you're
2: eating it directly out of the pot, because then you're yeah. like,
1: there's back, back
2: oh, of essentially. Yeah. <laughs> True. You're in, you're exposing the yogurt to your mouth indirectly. I'm partially digesting it in the fridge. I
0: I think if I could get it fresh every day, and I didn't get too fat, which hasn't happened yet, <laughs> as you may have noticed. Um, I would probably get like pan of chocolat like every day <laughs> for mm, breakfast.
1: That's, that is pretty good. Yeah, I do, like... do. We do limit that to to a treat because yeah, given the given given the non fattening. Actually, was that, like, the, like the, I could do
0: I could do croissants and butter and jam every day, or it, that would do me.
3: Yeah,
1: no. But I'm the thing it, is
0: too. you need to get it really you need to get it fresh and it's too much of a pain to you can't really buy like croissants for the week because they're not very nice by the end of the week. Um, no,
1: I mean you can go you can go a few days if you've got like a a bakery nearby like like you know yeah. we, we could we could if we wanted to just go to Morrisons pick up some croissants and probably have like two days worth of croissants and yeah. have to go get some more and then have probably to go still, get yeah. more. Yeah. If they'd freeze yeah. at all. I because bread That's, freezes yeah, well, yeah. you know what, I don't know. Maybe, but then the,
2: would they defrost well is mm. the problem, or would they go soggy somehow? Well, you'd think I mean you'd think that bread wouldn't work as well as it does. I guess it's cause it's sealed, like <laughs> Yeah, really, well, I guess. Yeah. But I then I guess quite something so they'd have been exposed to the air and
3: really
1: wasted. Yeah.
0: Food. I did I mean when I was in Cambridge I used to be able to get from the co op these like pan au chocolat small ones that were individually wrapped in plastic and you could get a pack mm. of them. That was pretty good. That worked. You can
1: still like, get those from the supermarket, that you know, they're sort of like yeah. not not really a proper oh, no. pan of chocolate. They're not that great.
0: Thing. Yeah. You have to eat two though. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very I've never been very good at breakfast. But I get insanely hungry by like twelve uh, twelve, you know. Noon. If I haven't bacon. eaten, <laughs> just go
1: all in. <laughs> that's, nah, that's like not gonna
0: work. That's too much effort. And also, I, I don't eggs. understand the whole. Yeah, I. it yeah, requires actual cooking. I have recommend. egg cups from a time when I thought this quick breakfast situation is ridiculous. <laughs> I need to sort this out. And of course, that experiment didn't work either. <laughs> Boil eggs. <laughs> And then eat them I mean, with boiled soldiers. Boiled eggs are at least
2: theoretically easy to cook. Yeah, you just put them that's in there true. and then leave it for.
0: Like yeah, that's
1: a easy. Minutes. Yeah, well, so, so is a fried egg really? Like, and it's actually and a fried egg, isn't it? Yeah, actually but then, that bad also, then you've
2: also
0: you got have to clean, clean up, up. Whereas
2: boiled eggs, you just pour out the water, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, but a fried egg doesn't really
0: leave much residue. It's but like,
2: you're, that's... Pretty, you're still having to clean the pan.
0: That's not that good for you, to sure. be fair, is it? Fried eggs uh, every day.
1: Um yeah. uh, fried eggs don't actually absorb any of the oil
2: they get cooked in, so they're actually pretty good.
0: Are they all right? Oh, okay, yeah. that's interesting.
2: I'm not 100 percent sure that they don't avoid absorb. It's like you get those what? little bubbles, like it, in the pockets. Sure,
1: in, the, uh, yeah, I guess like, I guess that's possible. Like, like, like the good, oil gets
2: enclosed. Yeah,
1: I, I guess that's possible. But uh, like, bas- I'm basing this on a, BB- I think it was a BBC Panorama thing where they were, Naturally. which you know, I admit is lowest common denominator science. Yep. <laughs> but they did say it's like actually, you know what, a fried egg isn't, isn't that bad as a breakfast option. <laughs>
0: There you go. What do you eat, Zag? At two PM or whenever you get? When do you get up?
2: Um, Midday ish.
0: <laughs> Midday, sorry.
2: White toast. That's it. Yeah, that's now that is time. my
0: kind of breakfast. Yeah. Marmite toast and tea or yeah. what? Yeah, that's my kind of breakfast.
1: That's not too bad. marmite toast, is it? That's not too terrible for you. I mean, it's bread. but... <laughs> well,
2: yes, it's bread. That's but... all. That's. I mean, occasionally, if we're out of. Marmite or bread I'll have wheat and mix. <laughs> that's my backup plan I just always have wheat and mix. let that's just a spare they're, that's they're just like spare
0: mix. yeah it's that's quite perfect. hard to run out of Marmite unless you're like not at all prepared because you get quite a <laughs> lot of warning of when it's going to run out
2: not really not if you use as much Marmite as I do oh <laughs>
0: yes. right you like you lather it on there yeah yeah I, like, I have it pretty thick not that not that thick though it, I don't know like I don't understand people who scrape it and then it looks more like butter, yeah, than the Marmite. I don't know what that. my
2: sister used to do, where she would basically spread a really thick layer of butter and then get the tiniest smidgen of marmite and then <laughs> yes. like stir it into the butter.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's horrid. In bonus, I don't really like Marmite, so that's, that's that rules this whole thing out. But then, just in general, like toast for breakfast for me is is generally a bit heavy. I find mm. that a little bit, a little bit heavy. Like, like don't get me wrong. I That's really I,
2: worse than a huge pile of milk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's weird. It's like I guess because it's liquid, it doesn't feel heavy as you as you're consuming it. But like, because I really, I, I do like jam and toast. Like jam and toast is my thing. But then we whenever we get jam, we don't use all the jam before it goes mouldy. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like because I'll have yeah. one day and be like, this is great, and then the next day it's like,
3: I don't really fancy
2: <laughs> bread for breakfast. You can get different bread. Maybe that's the trick. Maybe. You can find a type of bread that's less dense or whatever. Revivita. <laughs> yeah, marmite Revivita is always good as well. If you want to not have quite so much denseness and it's still Marmite, so you still get the marmite flavour. Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Stark declares that this food oh. talk should stop so we can get on with this podcast and then eat a pizza <laughs> I, I, I am pretty goddamn hungry at this point <laughs> what,
1: what do you have a you know going back to where we started what, what cereal is your preferred cereal if you have a cereal is it just the Books? yeah just the Weeabix yeah right, not 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 a frosted trellies person.
2: Well, I can't, I can't have that much sugar any longer. Hmm. Like including that much sugar in breakfast when I already can't really eat that much sugar in any other time of the day is probably not a good idea for my <laughs> teeth.
1: All oh, right, you're right. You're right. Is it just teeth. That is your sugar thing? Yeah. yeah.
2: Doesn't stop me putting sugar on the wheat things not yeah, as right, much yeah. as I used to whereas like I used to have like a solid layer of sugar on the top of Wheat things. Mm, that's yeah. how you do it yeah when,
1: when and then you put the milk over it and then you literally get that sort of well no you poison it
2: first and then oh, put yeah, the sugar sorry. on it so you You're make right. sure you can see the sugar that's how you know there's enough because then it has to dissolve yeah yeah it's like you've created a sugar crust <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah
1: it's pretty ridiculous that and
2: yeah, of for, course obviously three Wheat things. You can I eat two I mean me, come on me <laughs> I was always a two three was too many Maybe they've got smaller over the years as well, but like my <laughs> two friends, is not sufficient. Yeah. The trouble with three, though, is it doesn't really fit in the bowl. <laughs> you have the third one, like, leaving up on the side. I did really thought two fit in the bowl, in fairness. It like, depends what kind of bowl you yeah. take, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm a
1: crusher tradie guy. Although I don't get it very often, because A, it's quite expensive, yeah. and B, yeah, it's probably pretty bad. Probably. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's either that or, like... Um, forms of crunch breakfast like yeah. not really moosly but that weird crunch intermediary,
2: whatever that is. There definitely was a period where I just went like full just bran stuff.
1: Oh yeah, I go through phases of like and brown.
2: Yeah. Just like here's some brown corn flakes. Yeah. <laughs> they're always cornflakes, flakes, but they're brown.
0: Do you know Annand? You know my friend Anand, one of Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he mostly eats all brown, I think, when he gets mm. home. Like for for dinner. I mean um, my <laughs> Yeah, no, well, actually, he, I don't know if I should say this, but my, my main concern with brand things is, is the is obvious thing. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I do that quite a lot, anyways. <laughs> yes, I think quite a lot of people do too, quite a lot. Of time. <laughs> it's I, don't true. I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I think I do poop
1: with an odd amount. That's <laughs> okay, <laughs> like almost more than I eat. <laughs> That's,
3: That's
0: impressive.
3: Not
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting much out of this food if it's all just <laughs> passing straight through. I, I,
1: the, it's the running coming out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Speaking of weird foodstuffs, <laughs> how, how are you enjoying your iron brew? It's fine. It could have been better if it was cold, but. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you get I'm, iron brew? Just in the supermarket?
1: I don't, I don't know. No one seems to have required it. I'm pretty sure you could just
0: buy it. Like well, I, mean, I mean, you can, yeah. <laughs> it's mostly comes from Scotland, though, right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know about mostly, I, don't know. I think there's you know it's one of those things where people are always like, "Oh, you yeah, give it from Scotland and the real shit," and then like you hard, you know, it seems like a weird thing, and you get like the classic Americans tasting weird foods that's like oh this Iron Brew thing it's Scottish and it's like well you it know, is. can probably go to Tesco's and buy it quite easily I it's don't pretty Scottish though it's Scottish, Scottish, uh, Scottish original. it's the same way we
1: can get a, oh I guess it's Scottish
0: I mean the in Scotland place. if yeah. you go and they don't have like if they don't have Sprite or something that's fine but and but if they don't have Iron Brew then you're like what the fuck <laughs> it has if to they, be like it's like they haven't it's, battered it's, that Mars bar Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, it has to be as common as Coke, otherwise, there's like an uproar in in (laughs) Scotland.
3: Maybe.
1: I have a distinct memory of me disliking this stuff. But it's been, that was like 10 or 20 years ago.
0: And I haven't drunk it since. Oh, you're going to do a live taste (laughs) test?
2: It does smell funny. Well, yes. It's quite a, like, taste-enriched beverage.
3: That's
1: alright. Taste-enriched? Yes. It's got a lot it of taste is. in it.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's alright.
3: It's alright. Oh, right.
2: I mm. sure. don't, don't know what it's supposed to taste of. No. I was trying to think of what it, it's like. Like a sort of cream soda, but then like more fruity.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It Does, doesn't really push the cream soda, but... Well, it's it like bit, it's yeah. like without
2: the cream. Yeah. It's got that weird, like, flavour, but it's like the fruit version of cream soda. Yeah. Get the bottle, see so if we can figure out what fruit... I bet but, it doesn't say. No. I bet it says flavourings. I, I bet it says ground batter. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, what else do they have it's got? <laughs> other than chips and marshmallows. <laughs> and iron fruit. Is it actually made from just iron? They're just getting girders.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. what the advertising campaigns say. Yeah, it's just brood girders. It's, it's rust. I
2: mean, it's why it's that colour. It's rust. It's got to be quite similar to LucasAde, right? I mean, it does have a sort of similar taste, sort of.
1: Uh, I guess you're not, yeah.
2: Actually, actually,
1: that is pretty accurate. Regular Lucas- Without the energy, obviously. <laughs> have you said they do LucasAde? lucazide <laughs> like uh, Lucaside, no sugar now and I'm like I bet him he's like well, oh,
0: so what's what it fine do? In that? yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, although I but think it still it's... has the energy
2: shit in it just not the sugar but,
0: but but that is yeah, the... sugar
2: is energy <laughs> yeah but
0: that's not what the energy
2: stuff in energy drinks is is it it's other bullshit that... <laughs> no, but that's <laughs> what, okay. what okay. Lucasade
1: was that's what straight up yeah. Lucasade yeah. was the original yeah program. as opposed to what I, I mean, do it's
2: know, the same what? as any like modern food stuff where they've taken out sugar where it's just like we replace it with stuff that sort of is like sugar but not really yeah. and it also causes your body to think it's sugar so it still does things like make you release energy by burning fat.
1: In, in fairness I did have one. There's one in the fridge, some in the fridge at the moment like because I pink grapefruit no sugar or something like that and yeah I did, that, that has a pretty weird effect. It must be like just filled filled up to the max with pure caffeine. <laughs> yeah, it was a—it's quite extreme. Find your flow. Just get caffeine, apparently. Yeah. Raw caffeine. Speaking of which, that's pretty much what I do at EGX because they just hand that shit out at the door.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, gamers, you like taurine? <laughs> Me- Mexican. <laughs> Mexican monster drink.
3: <laughs> Would you like some Mexican caffeine?
0: We mix it with drugs. So, um, news? <laughs> yeah, news. <please. laughs> yeah, let's do it. News! Uh, there's not much news. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, what news have we got? Um, well, I've got this thing about the PS Plus price increasing mm. in the UK from £40 to £50 a year, just like they just there's just a little bit of small print that says the price is going to increase and they oh they send emails to everyone apparently and it's like well if you don't do anything then next from next year you'll be pet charged the higher amount
1: well i guess they're up front at least about it i guess yeah. they have to be that it's like hey your are going to go up um and that's probably like did they say when this is kicking off next year Next year. Okay, so they're way better than insurers. <laughs> so, so that's something. I guess so. Um, yeah, so that's not, tough. That's not... But that does make that, that it's now more expensive than Xbox Live.
0: Right, yeah. And you're not getting that much for it, really. It's not well, as good a service as Xbox Live, but let's face it, is it? I mean, even now.
1: Well, the online play stuff. But... Uh, I, I guess the the PS Plus game offerings is, have been arguably better, right, in the past, okay. as opposed to the Games of Gold offerings. Like I think there's generally more per month on PS Plus, mm. but you've got the slight downside that that will be spread across multiple platforms, mm. um, whereas the you know the Xbox has the advantage of hey everything on Games of Gold will run on an Xbox One mm. because of backwards compatibility. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a bit of a weird one, and also you know there was a period in time where PlayStation were kind of making fun of Microsoft for doing all this, and now suddenly they're the most expensive service.
0: Yeah, it's true. And now that they're yeah number one in the market,
1: it is weird. It's like what well, because normally at least when because I think I, I think Xbox Live did go up in price in the three sixty life lifespan. Life I can't really remember why or what happened but you know they've added stuff to that service and it's like normally with a price hike you you do you, what you want to say yeah but we we're upping the price but that's because we're giving you this stupid thing that nobody wants as well and there's is there no sign of that is there no stupid thing that nobody wants that you're going to get with your ps plus
0: hmm. yeah i didn't see anything like yeah. amazon
1: music i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want to throw in with your prime account <laughs> PlayStation Prime. You can now get free delivery of digital games. Oh, wait. I don't know. I don't know. It's a bit of a bummer. Mm. Sony loves money. I guess they're in the position to exploit the fact they have market dominance. It sounds businessy. Well, we shall see. But Ooh. definitely not good. Boom. Um, so I think it's a, in a weird way. I know the n- Nintendo thing isn't like a great deal of money when it eventually launches what like 20 quid isn't it or something right um but you know the the the, the maybe this feels a little bit harsher after the sting of nintendo getting in on it as well so it's just mm. like oh oh wait you yeah, know another thing Ugh, maybe maybe being <laughs> multi-platform like i like i like to be is becoming it's not paying it's becoming a bad thing to be you still don't have a PS4, so I. No. no <laughs> I've, never, I've never had a PS Plus account, so, you know. But but if I had a PlayStation product, it might be one of those things where it would make sense, right?
0: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't
1: it? i renewed my Xbox Live. I'm not quite sure why. You did? All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why I did, though.
0: Did you I let think it, it auto-renew, like... or did you actually re-up?
1: What? Oh, well... Yeah, I did the thing that most people do, or I, in theory most people should do, which is find a cheap deal on a 12-month Xbox Live subscription card. Oh, cool. And and just trade that in, because it's most of the time cheaper. Or if you're incredibly lucky and the timing's good, get that 30% off deal uh, off off Xbox Live, which it is awkward. Oh, man. That was awkwardly timed, because when I decided, it's like, all right, I'll do this. It's like like the previous day, my Xbox had been showing me, "Hey, you can get thirty percent off if you just opt to renew now." And it's like, "All right, let me have a think about that." So I came back tomorrow, the the following day, and it's like, "Yeah, you can't do that anymore." And Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Wait, what? What do you mean you can't do that?" It's like that was yesterday, and it's like, and I've still got, I still want to renew, but you've taken the deal away, and that that really put me back on the point of like, I'm not sure I want to do this, yeah, because you're mucking me about. And uh, so I, I looked into it and apparently that, that deal is actually quite random. Like, you know, some people never see it. Oh, so you're quite
0: know. lucky to find
1: it. I was quite lucky to have even just seen it on my dashboard oh, right. like and I've had access to it, but then mysteriously, like yeah, it was only there for like a day. And it's like, ugh, really? Well, I suppose they did it in some way, get more money out of me or, well, but they might not have done because of, you know, however much the, profit margin is on selling cards to third-party resellers but
0: Meh. other news uh, what else well Rob I've got a few things written down but not that much uh, no. there's it's this all, thing about who ha about GTA 6 being on some actors um, portfolio or resume or whatever which is Is then he's turned around and said that's not true or something but it probably is it's probably just he was pressured to take it off or say that probably but who cares because everyone knows that there's going to be another Grand Theft Auto Uh, all the the only interesting thing is what the hell are they going to make or do and we've got no information about that so no yeah.
1: in fairness it was just mocap wasn't it yeah Yeah, yeah. it's
0: It's like um... oh wow they're making a Grand Theft Auto game surprise
1: well, yeah, there's that, but also it's kind of in whether they're making it or not. In a weird way, it might be in Rockstar's interest to just mocap some more stuff. <laughs> you know, always be mocapping.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could they could be mocapping stuff for. New cutscenes for heists in GTA Online, anyway. So it's not even yeah. as if if they they're doing mocap work. It doesn't even mean they're working on a new game. But anyway, yeah. they definitely maybe. are. So
1: <laughs> maybe the guy accidentally typed six instead of five. You know, they're right next to each other. That is true. Unless he did it in Roman numerals, which yeah. is slightly harder.
0: Yeah, slightly.
1: Yeah. Or oh, or oh, oh, the the actor actually is one of these people that's like you know I'm not really into games. It's like it's it's got a number after it.
2: Yes, he read the road you were wrong. So like I work <laughs> like on... reading five wrong is kind of difficult in games. <laughs> you can seem to work
1: in Die Hard Eight. <laughs> you know, it's like kind of.
0: Oh man, how many Die Hards did they make in the end? Five, six, five, five. Six? I, think. five? Yeah. I think it's five. Okay. I don't think those that last one counts. And I don't think four really counts. So there, <laughs> there you go.
1: I mean, it's not a core die hard, but it's possible. You know, four is still that goofy fun. Five just looks terrible.
0: Yeah. Four had Kevin Smith in it for some reason.
1: That's true. It did. And Seth Green?
3: Was it Seth Green?
0: I can't remember.
1: Whoever the guy, he, he just sort of tagged along for the ride.
3: What's
0: he doing anyway? I guess he's doing robot chicken and stuff. Hmm.
1: One presumes. Pitching Austin Powers. it's <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. like, I need another Austin Powers film.
0: Oh, man. I wonder if that will come back one day, like a, just when you thought it was. You know, for nostalgia's sake or whatever.
1: What do you reckon? Well, Mike, Mike Myers will get desperate. <laughs> think, yeah. That's what it is. Well, what's he doing? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, I mean, Shrek may have come to an end. <laughs> well, may
0: maybe. have,
2: because that seems to keep coming back periodically. I think you can pretty much say for literally anything that it's going to come back eventually at this point, because <laughs> literally that's everything true. is going back. That's true. Really yeah. terribly. Yep. <laughs> like the mummy. They
1: They watch. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> we got we got really worried at work the other day because someone someone in the office said they were remaking um Close Encounters of the Third Kind. No, I, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's Stephen not true.
0: Spielberg is still making movies. I mean, I know,
1: I know, it's not it's, not, it's not, it's not true. But we were like, no, yeah, and
2: it's like, just because that film wouldn't work in the no, modern it era, it wouldn't work, No,
3: yes,
2: yeah, so you could actually make that into a modern film. It would just have to be like a remake. <laughs> You'd have like, to do something so different. I don't know, you'd have to do something that different. Well they'd
1: make it about like instead of lights and it would be like some sort of like learning to use mind
2: powers. It'd still be lights. There's nothing wrong with the concept of aliens communicating through lights. Yeah, there's also the big there's also the That's slight true. problem that arrival happened. Wow. And
1: that and that was that but sort of except without lights. And <laughs> it's all about the lights. Yeah. <laughs>
0: ding ding ding, ding. And, and in
1: fairness Arrival was amazing but
0: yeah I liked Arrival I need to do that again mm.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah pro- properly good film
0: my mum's no, no, got no, no, a new sorry. shower in her um, upstairs it's leaked several times but anyway it's, it's it's finally finished but like the inside of the shower the wall pretty much the, my brother pointed that out first but it looks like the inside of the Arrival spaceship oh
1: right <laughs> like that, that dark of, kind, that of kind of stone of stone yeah, yeah. That's cool. I can
0: get behind that. Mm. Does it make? De- Is there something weird about a dark bathroom? Well, it's not the whole bathroom. It's just the inside just the, the shower key. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but it's, no, it's, it's, it's like, You hear you hear people just doing like their bathroom
1: in like black tiles, and it's
2: yeah, my well, bathroom was brown for a while. It was built in the 70s. brown. No. <laughs> well, there was also another. How... I think it got repainted into blue and then immediately got repainted again because it was too dark, but the argument for that time, then this was an argument that I said was completely stupid, was that it made it too hot. What the dark paint absorbed too much heat and it made it too hot in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, that's
0: ridiculous. Is, that's it, just... <laughs> is it the sunniest room in the house? You would notice also that this it is this a hot dark... bathroom, to be fair. But it's well, not you would also by the like paint.
2: This, that this time when this this argument that the, the bathroom became too hot was shortly after we just had new central heating installed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm like, I think there might be another reason you think this room is too hot. <laughs> Correlation because. <laughs> We had not, this entirely new heating system put in our house. Kind of <laughs> <fun>
0: causation,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. I really like it, it painted that dark bluish colour. It was the brown was actually okay. It wasn't really brown brown. It was like sort of lighter brown, sort of what like stone, sort of light beige. Yeah, sort of brown slash beige. I don't know somewhere in the middle. Brage. yes, beige. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like a cream though isn't it no what's a brown yeah,
1: it was kind of a creamy brown I guess was it like speckly face. paint did it have like no, stuff in just, it, it was just a solid colour yep just smooth huh. smooth brown
3: magnolia <laughs> news what else
1: we got news yep.
0: uh, something about sports on BBC3
1: yeah the Dfinity Elite series <laughs> is <laughs> being shown by the BBC featuring Di Barley
0: oh probably not
1: <laughs> oh t-ton team they're, they're, apparently they're still playing I think
2: they're like two up two down
1: I'm in gonna be in
2: esports because gonna... our, our team made it to the final of the rocket league giant bomb tournament and that's gonna be broadcast on giant bomb theoretically oh nice maybe well, not in like a particularly official or dramatic it'll probably just be like the chat page will be up and it will just get streamed you'll have to post a link it probably on... won't be an actual like an actual thing okay well <laughs> you know.
0: congratulations for being good at rocket league
2: yeah apparently you have to post that on the uh the sad
1: thread if there is a proper link and stuff like that. So get, get your linky to the to the giant bomb
2: Rocket League tournament stream. Well, we featuring be featuring the Nintendo Download <laughs> Express. <yep. laughs> It'd be convenient if it gets archived as well. That would be nice. We could have a more permanent link. Yeah, that's true. We'll see though. Get a copy. Again, don't know what's actually gonna happen with that because it's this whole tournament has been a big mess of organization. <laughs> and you know. It, getting two teams together to play each other when they're operating independently without having to be coordinated by a third party, that was difficult. But now mm. we're going to have this whole other layer of organisation to worry about. And, you know, if we're a Europe team. Chances are probably not going to be another Europe team in the final. And if we'll it's going to be broadcast on the Ball by the time when they're paying attention, that's going to have to be during American hours anyway.
1: I guess, but the end of their day is well the start of their day is the end of ours yeah, right? pretty so much. that's not too bad
2: we should be able to get away with it yeah. theoretically it might be two european teams in the final <laughs> there's still at least one other in the losers bracket I see
1: <laughs> well the europeans love their soccer yep
3: apparently
1: soccer there we go uh, what were what we talking about oh yeah uh, yeah <laughs> uh yeah I, I don't know that's kind of interesting i don't think the Beeb have done you know at least it's an official series and gfinity is a british series right and they're picking it up like yeah. admittedly they're picking it up like three or four weeks into it actually starting well no but, one cares about the early games no like any tournament well uh, the gfinity i think the gfinity 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 uh is a is like a league right like
2: across across several several teams yeah but still, and it's still you don't care about the qualifiers or the le or the group stages i guess <laughs> not if you're broadcasting esports for the first time ever maybe where it's just like you only want to show the highest play you want to show all these other bullshit games where it's just like they grinded it out
1: also broadcast is perhaps the wrong term because it's on bbc3 which yeah. is like a, a an, an internet channel now yeah but I guess it turns up on iPlayer. I guess that's what that means. I, I suppose. Mm. Still, it's a mainstream push for video games. Not really.
2: It's a sort of mainstream... It'll turn up, if it turns up on iPlayer, that's kind of a big deal, I guess. I mean, it will you know, be The on Americans iPlayer. have already had it on actual television. I mean, for as much as one Ooh. of their channels counts as actual television, I guess. Wait, <laughs> but... but like ESPN like, some number it, well in this country that means nothing right well, yeah <laughs> well, I'm saying the Ameri- America has had it literally broadcast
1: yeah what well, and... was it the international wasn't it or it was on was it the international was yeah it was, like, it was on like I ESPN was... 3 or something yeah the weird sport channel yes ESPN 8
3: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> where they show Die Hard 8 it? <laughs> it's a sport watching Die Hard 8 is a sport yeah an endurance trial, yep exactly uh, yeah, I don't know, I think that's kind of a because we've talked about this in the past, like you know what would it take to get esports um legitimized, I suppose that outside of gamer culture, and it's um you know maybe may big one of the one that suggested we had was like perhaps making you know big broadcasters pick it up and somehow make it
0: accessible to viewers yeah i mean my problem is that like i like video games and and i think quite a lot of people like video games and they don't give a shit about (laughs) esports
1: yeah no no that's yeah you're right it's i mean esports is still quite niche even with gamers like I'm interested in its existence, but I can't tell. I wouldn't. I can't say I watch a lot of it.
2: They no. Play the right games for us. That's no, that's true. The esports e- games are actually the games that we like to watch that much. Yeah, like maybe you know, I've been known to watch the highlights of Smash Brothers, but that's like highlights. It's not, not like I'd sit down and watch every goddamn match. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know fighting games, and especially games like
1: Street Fighter, where the actual move is. It's kind of limited, right? Okay, putting together a combo is impressive, but it's only impressive because I know how difficult that game is to play. To actually watch it and it just happen.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, it's the. Uh... I don't know, It doesn't... Or, well, and there's too much subtlety. Like, yeah. You
2: don't know how... You don't... Um, like, normal people wouldn't understand how that, that is, how they managed to get into that combo and how they managed to maintain the combo and yeah. what the other guy was doing to try and combat that situation.
1: And don't get me <laughs> wrong, like, the commentators, I refuse to call them shoutcasters. <laughs> yep, exactly. The commentators can do the job of explaining what just happened there and be like, oh, did you, did you see that? There was a little pause there. And that was... Really I'm just saying that was really difficult to do. But yeah. Like I think street fighter games, especially move so fast. Yes, yeah, that's the actual trouble with
2: mm. most of these games.
1: I mean, they could, do it, you know, once they get like replay suites and stuff like that, you know, they could do that and then go back and go, oh, look at this.
2: This is what happened here. Let's analyse that. Yeah, but then you're like, then you get into the problem of like you're repeating this content over again. And again, maybe multiple times, multiple parts of it. Like that's... well, actually, the bigger problem is that they'd be upsetting the flow of the
1: match in order to have let the TV have enough time to put a replay on. Because well, you know they just
2: they just bang it out, don't they, when they're in there? Well, yeah, I mean, you could do the replays after the whole set, <laughs> I guess, like after seven matches or whatever. <laughs> Show the replays of the important moments,
1: which they do kind of already do. Yeah, on um, on a lot of big tournaments or e streams. I don't know what I would like. One hundred percent, really like to watch in like an e Like CS is actually kind of like it's a weird one because I think FPSs are actually quite difficult to portray. Yeah. But actually, watching Go is kind of alright. But yeah. like, uh, That that sort
3: of
2: works. Well, the um, the like it's similar. I think the CS watching the CS stuff is always. I'd say also similar to like how it works with like StarCraft, where in reality there is a time of like setting up and positioning and then just everything happens and then that's it Mm. it's like it's the same with CS and Starcraft it's like CS you're just trying to find the enemy team and then normally there's just a fight and then that resolves Mm. and that's it sometimes there's like a leftover bit where it's just like oh one guy got away or whatever but then it's the same in Starcraft except like longer (laughs) where you've got here's the 20 minutes of setting it up for the big fight and then you just mash everything together and see what happens Uh, well, I have watched. So
1: yeah, <laughs> I have watched Starcraft, and admittedly, like it, it does occasionally have its moments. Yeah, like where the t- you know you can clearly see and if, all- if the commentators and whoever's directing the camera does a good enough job of showing you what the tactics that yeah. are happening are, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do. Yeah, um, then then it then it can be real interesting. But uh, the again, I I think Starcraft has too high a barrier to entry. Yeah, um, and of course, that barrier of entry is nothing on what you need to do in order to understand what the hell's going on watching Dota.
2: Well, not really, though. I mean,
1: I mean, the, I mean, the background leveling, the numbers behind the stats, the gold gain—like uh, when people pick off couriers, it's like there's an awful lot to actually understand about how that game works. When they're talking about, oh, I'm getting a BKB, yeah, you, you know, know it's you're like
2: not, you're not really watching that. You're watching the moves. You're not you are not really paying attention to the actual stat bonuses. You're seeing when people are firing their moves at each other hmm. and seeing them hit or whatever. <laughs> That's the bit that is watchable. Kinda,
1: of, but I still, I still think even that, like having played <laughs> hots, and still finding that sometimes, like knowing when you're when you're when you're getting hit as a player is not that well pronounced. Sometimes that uh, you know watching it happen to a million players <laughs> at once, it's a bit tricky. I do wonder if they could make like like battlegrounds. A bit more interesting to watch, but those games I think are a bit too long, maybe. And oh, right. like, I there's guess when there's downtime in those games, yeah. But but then I wonder if you can like, because there's lots of players, you can skip about to like where the action is. But then you do get behind well, anyone.
2: Then, but yeah, and then you don't. Yeah, you can't maintain a storyline or anything. You're constantly yeah. switching camera angles to someone. Yeah, the didn't. match story, it's like what they did at the EA press conference with Battlegrounds, where it's just like. It's just, here's a guy, here's a guy, here's a guy. This yeah. guy died. This guy flew into a building. <laughs> yeah, but
1: Battlefield, it just totally doesn't work, right? It's too big a scale.
3: Yeah.
1: I think they could do something like Siege, maybe. Siege could be interesting.
3: Mm, yeah, I guess.
1: But we've talked about it. Again, we've talked about it. There aren't really many games where it's just, where you can be a spectator and appreciate what's going on. Like, I guess Rocket League gets close.
3: Yeah.
1: But that's almost. in. in in a weird way, Rocket League is almost kind of crap for this as well because it's almost it's almost the opposite problem. I actually don't find what what you know. I shouldn't say this given that you know we've just plugged your your match, <laughs> but I don't know. In a weird way, watching Rocket League isn't all that entertaining.
2: It depends. Well, I don't know. It depends. At on least me. not to
1: me. I don't know. And, like it, it's I watch Rocket League and go, I don't know how the bloody hell they just did that, and like I get that sort of. It, like, I'm impressed with what they can do and the coordination behind it. But uh, it's not like I, I, I have a moment where I watch it and just go,
3: oh, snap, did you see that? That was sick.
2: I don't know. That's what of pretty much all of the, the, the pro games are, are like. It's just like ridiculous. Everything's flying everywhere.
1: But I think a lot of the pro, like the pro teams, have the, the, like their strategy, and you just like see it over and over and over again.
2: Well, sure, because it's, it's the one strategy that's actually functionally good against other pros. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you have to do the backboard into uh, the aerial drop it down defense. Or
1: perhaps do the do, do the vertical drop over the goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I still think it's a tough problem, but um as long as it's not evolved, we're alright. E-sports. esports. Or that Darwin project. Yep. There we okay. go. That's the next failed eel east eel sports. Sport. <laughs> it's an eel sport. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come up with a term. Failed esports. I know we're going to be called eel sports. <laughs> I don't quite know why an eel represents failure, but there we go.
0: Eels, eels up inside to fight in entrance where they can. Eels. Yeah, I, I listened to a, a recent, um, ninety-nine percent invisible podcast. Um, talk about the evolution of basketball. That was kind of interesting. I didn't realize that the three-point throw was like an introdu- introduction because they, you know, somebody invented the slam dunk and then it kind of dominated yeah. the game, and it and it got ridiculous. And so the three-point throw was like a thing where you didn't have... to. It didn't matter how tall you were or whatever, you know, yeah, stuff you like saw, that. Yeah, you, you like have to
1: of, throw a good shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, it's I'm interesting how
0: that game has evolved in terms of the rules quite a lot in comparison to something like, I don't know, football, which is, but hasn't yeah, really changed.
1: Totally. No, they did... Just... <laughs> Didn't they muck around with offside at one point oh, or yeah. Offside other? was and, the
0: main thing, yeah. yes. When did they change offside? Or introduce I, well, it? I don't know
1: when they changed it,
3: but yeah.
1: It's quite a while ago now. Or or whether or not goalkeeper, the pass back thing to yeah, keep Yeah, the it. back pass. That's like that's the only other thing I can remember that they really tweak. What did they what change there? Uh, You're not allowed but, to pick up the ball if it's back pass to you. But didn't they yeah, revert you have that? To kick it? Right.
2: Didn't they change it so you can now pick it up? I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't remember what the most reason was but I'm pretty sure you have to get it which you know that's kind of minor I suppose mm. apart from where it leads to goalkeepers being dumb and fucking us up a be- bit like Rocket League in the, that way <laughs> Yeah,
0: you're
2: going to make a back pass you make it a good one
0: <laughs> right yeah yeah exactly <laughs> I-, I wonder if that
1: was like a time wasting thing
2: well yeah there's that too I suppose You know, that's one of those rules that that you almost never see. Is like how long a goalkeeper is actually allowed to hold on to the ball? Mm. (laughs) Because they just, you know, they just know. But you very rarely ever see that actually come up as an actual penalisation. No,
1: the ref doesn't normally sort of stick his award in and go, "Hey, that was that was that was. Why are you still holding the
2: ball? Yeah, like come on." Don't
1: even know what the penalty would be for that. Would they just? Like,
2: yeah, no I don't
1: know. It's, although... it's
2: probably not an actual penalty. Yeah, a free
1: kick from outside the box or something. <laughs> Possibly. Who else to go?
0: What other news? Uh, there's this Pokemon Go festival thing in Chicago. Twenty thousand people turned up, and the game didn't work. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a good idea. Wow. Yeah. Well, it was like come to this thing. Not only can you play Pokemon Go with everyone there, but there'll be like rare Pokemon that you can't otherwise get.
2: Well, they were someday. doing the thing. They were doing the thing that, that they showed in like the first video, like the, when Nintendo first showed yeah. the, the fake ass video of Pokemon It's yeah. like, oh, go to Times Square and catch Mewtwo. They were basically doing that, except some yeah. other doing, like Pokemon, well, not Mewtwo. So <laughs> you have to all work together to capture it, and then unfortunately, it doesn't quite work. So come back again, I guess. <laughs> we
1: didn't yeah. buy enough server time.
0: Well, I don't know if that was it. I don't know.
1: No. It was just yeah. connectivity. There was 20,000 people in the same place, like, pushing. You'd think they push. could have thought ahead
0: about that, though. Yeah. I don't
2: know. I mean, I guess it depends if it, like, would it have been a cell phone company thing at that point? where it would just be, yeah. like Overloading Maybe. that bit of the network. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should like, have or, set up
0: or, special net um, towers. Because like, I've noticed that they do that these days for festivals. Mm. like um, Like, Glastonbury definitely had special... Mobile towers and even wireless run, at the end of my street had a special mobile tower. I'm pretty sure.
1: But I think running that stuff is really quite expensive, and also, oh, sure. uh, and and again, it's probably still depending on where it is. It probably still puts strain on the mobile network. That's that if if you're like operating Wi-Fi, like the Wi-Fi goes to the phones, but then where does the Wi-Fi come from? It's like unless they've been able to wire it in somehow, which not all festivals can do. Mm.
0: Well, that's the thing is that, that that has to be basically cell phone, like mobile signal, mm. because that has all the tech for the queuing that's necessary to handle that many people in one area. Whereas mm. Wi Fi is just not designed for it. So Wi Fi never fucking works in a, in a conference. Like, just because the protocol is not designed for it. Like, you can try and patch it over, but. It just, at some point, it just doesn't work. Like, you could never have, like, a free Wi-Fi in a stadium full of people watching sport or whatever because it just isn't designed for it.
1: Uh, didn't Wimbledon have it in certain spots this year?
0: Oh, I didn't see that.
1: But that's... Still probably not that many smaller. people, though. Yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but it's, it's definitely smaller. But, yeah, they were, they, I think it was being trialled this year that they would mm. have Wi-Fi. Admittedly, there were still Wi-Fi zones. It wasn't, like, site-wide. Yeah, but... Did you see any of the stuff on like like how I I think it is it IBM I think like like how IBM try and figure out what's interesting at Wimbledon? They have like a, a computer program like that analyzes all the video footage coming in and then tries to gauge it for excitement and stuff. Oh, it's that's like cool. well, this, this, this was an interesting shot. You should we'll automatically add it to the highlight reel for producers to pick from. <laughs> and it's it's quite bonkers.
0: That's kind of cool, but it's just kind of showing off really because if people are actually watching all the games at Wimbledon so yeah you don't really need it's not like you're sifting through tons of stuff trying to find the gems people are watching everything
1: yeah well I guess it's, yeah it's designed for the producer who, or the poor guy who has to cut together a montage at the end of right. every day's worth of Wimbledon footage I suppose yeah, so no it's no just enough. like here's all the interesting stuff
2: that seems like a thing that would be more useful for maybe like golf or something where all the people are spread out and they're all playing different shots, different times, and you've got like a bunch of cameras because you know, like when they do actual golf on TV with commentary and everything, it's just like the commentators don't know what's about to come up because that's been kicked out by some guy somewhere else. Yeah, like he's this guy on this hole, I guess he's about to take a shot.
1: Yeah, the golf commentators are pretty much seeing what we're seeing. Yeah. With the yeah. delays and everything. Like, you know, they'll they'll hear a cheer from somewhere, won't they? And they'll and be like, like, oh something just happened. Yeah, <laughs> they be, maybe, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that'd be good if it could work out based on prior games, you know, on the course and all the golfers and everything, like where to cut where is promising that something exciting will happen in the next minute or whatever.
1: But if you think like just how they do golf, like in, on this constant replay, you're never seeing it live, live, mm. or very rarely. Maybe on no. like the final well, stuff it, when it's
2: paying attention to the main. Yeah, time, yeah. When, when
1: towards the end, yeah. Mm. Um, when when they you know there's fewer things to focus on, yeah. they can do it live, live. But you know the majority of the early stuff is entirely
0: replay footage, pretty much. Just, but they it's... disguise it to look like it's all live. Yeah, not really disguised, but, but you know. It's kind it of amazing how that all comes together, really. Yeah, I really it's... like watching the Masters for uh, coverage, even relatively early on. It's quite interesting. I don't know how they do it. I guess the feed, then it's not even the BBC doing it, is it? They get the feed from the American. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, whoever, whoever's running yeah, the CBS event. or whoever it is. Yeah. yeah. In the same way, I guess anyone who watches F1, all the feeds come from
0: F1, the, whoever. The,
1: yeah, the F1 Corporation or whoever yeah. they are. They, they run their own camera stuff yeah um you know whenever a team radio comes over the line that them deciding to put it up most of the screen graphics in most cases are run by the f1 core as well you know it's like it's all provided all, all, all we do is put the voice on it and then have people doing interviews and stuff like that <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how that's how i guess that's how most sport has to work you
3: can't have everyone bring their own cameras <laughs> and their own rigs Be madness. Madness. What other news?
0: Uh, I just saw a trailer for a game called Noiter. Did you see this?
2: Yeah. Noiter.
0: What do you think? It's a Finnish word, means witch, well, apparently. This is,
2: this is one of those things where, like, many, many, many years ago, presumably off a PC game cover disc. We've once played a game that had simulated pixel physics and I can't mm. remember what it was and I've never seen it again. And it, was a, it was a demo, so fucking even those if it even came out. Yeah. Pixel physics. So when, like per pixel it, and physics. Collapses and it had like liquids.
0: like kind of... Scorched earth, but like yeah, real time. Exactly. Um but with everything simulated differently. Like, I remember that
2: happening and then Yeah, sure, I'm with you. I remember that demo and then I remember we played it and you know it wasn't much of a game even for a demo. And then that that you know, that technology never seemed to go anywhere. And now it's mm. back apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is like a roguelike, but with that stuff. Yeah, pixel mm. physics. Pixel physics. Interesting. Which kind of looks up your street, I would say, Zach. Yeah,
2: probably. Mate? I mean, it, it seems to be like. I mean, the question will be like, how it generates the levels being mm-hmm. in a road like or whatever. Because mm-hmm. it looks like caves. And, yeah, so terrary sort of. Yeah, sort of terrary and it's just like how, how like tile based is it? How random can it be? <laughs> that's the classic question about the roguelike stuff, really. Sure, yeah, that's yeah. true. It's like, are you going to see? Are you going? And particularly if it's like the where it shows a couple of times in the trailer where it's just like you knock over this giant wheel and it rolls down the hill and kills people. It's like that's a very precise set piece. And is, yep. is that going to become too common? You're mm. gonna be like, oh, here's the wheel wheel room. I'll just shoot, shoot that real quick, and then that will go and <laughs> kill everything. Well, maybe the, maybe the trick will be it's like, oh, it's the wheel room. <laughs> Should I push the wheel? Like, you know,
1: if they if they can add some sort of gameplay element where that might not be the preferred course of action. Mm. Yeah, but even then, that's still just like, a do it or
2: don't do it. Or <laughs> well, maybe you just analyze well, like, it as
1: soon as you enter the room. I guess if I roll this wheel down, is it going to destroy a pathway or something because of you know pixel physics? <laughs> Yeah. And so you know like i uh, like i uh, know everything about pixel physics there by the way having you had you just explain what you meant by it well it's pretty much <laughs> yeah. what you
0: think as far yeah. yeah yeah it looks it looks pretty cool i think you're right Egg, about what what could be wrong with it but
1: yeah it's the same problems as you say that plague road yeah. like really yeah
0: yeah but like it's going to be more obvious that because if traditional roguelikes are kind of already tile based it like it it works <laughs> like the something that's like yeah something that's like got a lot of curves and well or how would you well, describe handcrafted it? elements yeah it might look a bit weird if 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 it's like artificially split into tiles for the sake of generation hmm Maybe they they're tiles, and then there's some kind of thing that just roughs them up, shakes it. <laughs> I, I
3: was th-
1: I was thinking that yeah, it does something like oh, we need to make this look a bit grassy, so we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll randomise the pixels jiggle a bit. A so, bit. Well, yeah. that,
2: that was the that was the problem with Dirt for, was wasn't it? It's like you get these tiles and they're too obvious that they're tiles because they have the exact same scenery every time. Right? So like if you just made a random tree randomizer or something, <laughs> you could have hidden a bit much better. Or,
1: yeah. Different
0: truck speed trees, Or
1: colors. <laughs> yeah. or, like, or maybe there shouldn't be a truck on this corner. You know, the the truck was the obvious one when we did the video.
0: It would be cool if speed tree was like actually fast enough to do it real time. <laughs> I don't think anyone's yeah. ever used it real time. Have they? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, or not even real time, but like fast enough no. that you could like generate a level with it without it taking forever.
1: Not in that way, but games like Fast Racing have used procedural generation as a way of building their levels without needing to store the data for the level. Mm. If you know mm. what I mean, so they they apparently use procedural generation to build uh, textures in places of the game. Like to to make like higher detail, like rougher, you know, make it look a bit rougher in spots.
0: Okay, rather yeah, than just use... a, a you know a shader.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, you know it's a demo scene trick, right? It's like we'll write an algorithm to generate this this pattern that we want, rather than storing the pattern. Um, so so they 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 would do that in spots, or they would use the algorithm to to organize tree placement or something like that, and uh which ultimately makes no difference because the result was the same because it was running the same algorithm. It was like, it was procedural in that sense. But what, what I mean is like, this stuff is in theory, you know, very possible, right? You just move a tree around it. Like sometimes it could be as simple as like, well, this court, this, you know, in the dirt four case, it could be like, here's the tile for the turn that remains roughly the same. But you know, the grass placement could move around yeah. or the rock hmm. <laughs> that's in the inside of that turn may or may not be there or, uh, is is somewhere else you know it's like something the, the variation of tile thing
2: is where where you hide the the edge <laughs> well of the as we said thing. i'm pretty sure as we said where it's like you'd think that that should be actually easy to do mm. it's just like you just make a set of x y coordinates that can spawn an object and then have the object spawn randomly and it's just like <laughs> well yeah in, in,
1: in its very simplest form it's like yeah here's
0: a here's a here's a spawn point Choose whether to put something there yeah. and then have a fixed list of what it could choose to put. I mean, there. surely you could have a rudimentary like simulation of like how a forest really grows or whatever and how <laughs> seeds get distributed and stuff. <laughs> that maybe would be a bit well, Yeah, okay, but yeah. I mean, you know, you pare it down use- to.
1: Well, maybe you use that to build the tile variations, if you know what I mean. You store the results of that computation.
0: Yeah. Because
1: like having perhaps having that computation run on the fly might even for a game like Dirt Four and the Modern Age that might be a bit complex. Yeah, but you um, could do it,
0: it during do. load of <laughs> the level rather than like as you're flying towards it, 90 miles. No, an but hour. even then, I
1: reckon the load times for that sort of stuff would be quite epic. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then, but then. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible. You, it definitely is possible. You could do that, but it'd probably be quite epic. I, I reckon you could use techniques like that to build your tile set or make your tile set bigger.
2: Yeah. Um, we'll just have it be the same every time. Yeah. That was the mistake.
1: Well, you know, like none of the guns in, uh, like Borderlands, is the exact, is, is the example, right? Like the guns look like they're randomly generated, but it's actually a fixed table of guns that were pre-computed randomly is how that works. It's like the game's not generating guns. Mm. It's, uh, the the guns have all been made. It just picks which ones to put in loot boxes
2: randomly. Sure. But the guns were made of a list of parts which were then put together at some point. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like, So in a way, the the Borderlands
1: gun model is the idea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you just need to do that on a turn.
0: Yeah. Or on a set of tiles for a roguelike with pixel physics yeah. which is called yeah, yeah. Noita so check that out when it comes yeah. out
1: interesting one I wasn't aware of that right, I will have a look All
0: right that's everything I've got for news
1: uh, Titanfall 2 is getting a horde mode,
2: <laughs> mode. as it should have already had joy because the first game had yeah. a horde mode yeah
0: <laughs> the and this is... <laughs> really they're putting salmon run into titanfall 2 maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well in fairness the first titanfall had a horde mode yep. and, I, and i think this is well it some amount of time after launch it gained a horde mode yeah and uh uh I, I i think this is the same from what from from what i've seen well it makes sense like this is just the same mode that they've decided to bring into,
2: into
0: i mean t- that titanfall sounds fun two.
1: I, it, it wasn't bad. It was quite hard, but it, but it was it was it was all right in the first game. So I'm I'm still really surprised that they are actually still supporting that game. <laughs> if it sold as badly as everyone claimed, it's like it's kind of amazing that they're actually still doing the free update schedule for it. Good on them, I guess, for for, for filling it in. But I'm is, I'm not 100% sure that's a good business move for them, but if <laughs> EA's willing to bankroll it, then right, go go for it. I guess it
2: creates more Titanfall 2 news. Well, yeah, And maybe they're just, uh, once again, maybe it's just somewhere they've done the math for Titanfall 3, where it's just like, we support this and don't be bastards, maybe more, more people buy Titanfall 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, i, I
1: more people should have bought Titanfall two. Yeah. Like, so, well, know. I guess
2: more people technically did buy Titanfall two than one. So <laughs> maybe it's a gradual upward I, trend. I guess, yeah.
1: <laughs> they still see it as maybe. Yeah, maybe in a way they still see it as a positive, like, even if it didn't sell Battlefield numbers. You mm. know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I might check in. I've still got that game installed, so I might like download the updates and check in, see what it's like. Because I suppose like new maps dropped as well. Not that long ago. Uh, yeah, time for cool game. Uh, speaking of like multiplayer games with updates, uh, Doom Fist got officially released on Overwatch <laughs> eventually, <laughs> and he seems kind of interesting. You know, he's <laughs> he's basically a melee character with a shotgun, sort of a sort of a, or, you know just attached to the top of his knuckles on his not massive hand. So he's a uh, you have to get up in people's faces, but he does seem quite powerful once he's in your face. Like, he has a, um, like a rocket punch that charges quite quickly. And on a lot of characters, that's insta kill. Like, it will do enough damage to take down a Mercy, for instance, in a single punch quite easily. Um, uh, so I don't know. There, there were, there was talk while I was in the test realm that he was a bit overpowered. Um, so maybe some of that will get is still to be nerfed now that it's made it into public, um, but we'll see. He seems alright. He's kind of fun. Uh, cool. Uh, but, and I, but I still haven't managed to get into a game on the new map, the the, the moon map. Hmm. Um, I I haven't seen it yet, so I can't comment on that. I, I've, I've tried, but it just never seems to come up. Uh, I kind of want to see what that map's like. Sound, sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Does it have yes, low gravity I, shit? And...
2: Yes, that was the
1: question. I, I don't know. That's the <laughs> thing. I don't know. Um, I doubt it, to be honest. I, I highly doubt it. Always, Winston would fly for
2: miles. <laughs> Make it more useful.
1: Like he's already ridiculously useful in maps where you need to get around real quick. Oh, yeah. Like like Capture the Flag. He's a, he's almost a must-have. Um. Yeah so it'd be um, yeah I want to check that out uh, they haven't run an event for a while is the interesting thing I guess because they've put this map out and because they've put Doomfist out recently it means we haven't had the summer games thing this year unless that's still to come unless that's still an August thing I don't know but uh, yeah they haven't run an event for a while so there's been very little reason for me to come back and play the game because you know I tend to go back into the game and as an event on to see what loot I can get <laughs> these event things are are, are kind of what draws me back it's like when there's not an event on it's like right this is the moment where I'll play other games (laughs) and then an event starts and it's like right it's Overwatch week (laughs) Uh, yeah so there's that Uh, didn't Zach want to mention that there's rumours that
2: next Xbox and next Playstation exist in some form of course they
0: exist (laughs)
2: yeah well yeah but more than like they just exist as like the rumors from some guy's twitter where he was talking about it said fairly specific things like Mm. like the xbox one or or is like it's definitely in the stage of having a code name and like there's actual design documents about it and stuff it's not like totally theoretical
0: Mm. right
2: does it
1: uh, we've been talking like, you know, major console releases, and would this be like PlayStation
2: 5? Well, the PlayStation or? 1, people have been saying, is likely to be PlayStation 5, which is weird. <laughs> of course. This is the situation where, as soon as these rumours turned up, it was just like, but you're only just now releasing the Pro, and you made this whole big deal about how we were maybe getting rid of Generations and we were going to have gradually upgraded consoles, but now we're back to 5. <laughs> <laughs> but the the console
1: makers themselves haven't really ever said that. They haven't ever really said, it's like, oh, you know, we're the ones like we're, we're moving away from generations. It's like the internet has said that.
2: I don't know. I feel like they might've. Have...
1: And I know Phil Spencer is a bit more open about this stuff generally on the Microsoft side about whether they're, they're not quite sure whether this, the you know, I think he's been quite honest and be like, we're not quite sure if this generational thing makes sense anymore. Yeah. Um, but Uh, Sony have stayed quite tight-lipped
2: because they're Sony, but you know it just makes it seem too soon. That's the thing. You're releasing the the incremental upgrade, which is it's not like it's a slim where it's just a different shape and doesn't really change. Hmm. Like these new ones are actually slightly different in terms of tech, Uh, but then you're already thinking about the next next one. (laughs) Xbox One X slimmer, yep, somehow. Even if the X is the smallest console they've ever made, they're already planning a slimmer. And, you know, it sucks for them because they've wasted the Xbox One X on the the upgrade instead of, like, the new one. (laughs) What are they going to call the next next Xbox? But then I'm...
0: Xbox Next, obviously.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, obviously. Well, Microsoft, I think, you know, if anyone's going to do this, it's no longer a generational thing, then Microsoft might be the ones to do that, right? There will come a a point... But they probably have to do a generational jump so games aren't limited by the older hardware, right? Well, the that, that, bra- that's breaking the compatibility
2: figure is going to be the problem to that whole situation of theoretical gradual well, upgrades. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't think my, uh, Microsoft are so
1: deep in this backwards compatibility thing that if they do a new machine and it's not backwards compatible with current Xbone or even in 360 or even original Xbox when they get there, it's like I, I think that will be perceived as a mistake because they're so in on that now that if they if they do a ridiculous architecture change that means that their that 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 Xbox Two is uh, not backwards compatible out the gate. That seems very anti what they're about now.
2: I mean, at this point, like you can't can't really avoid breaking compatibility at some point with some things. Sure. But like, do they just have to give up and just make consoles into PCs, except more user user friendly PCs? I mean, you could. It's another thing that we probably we talked, talked about, about with the Steambox. With the Steam box, yeah. But like, at a certain point, surely the solution is like you make certain, you make a box, but then you have like the components actually be removable just by like you just pull them straight out. <laughs> just like just have the graphics card be like encased in plastic and you just wedge it in there and when you get a new one you just wedge the new one in there and it internally has some kind of like mechanism within the Xbox that detects the Card and automatically sets the settings for the games on the back end so you don't have to think about it. I mean, that you works, just buy the upgrade that and works, shove it in there.
1: That works up until the point where things like the motherboard bus speed is an important component. Well,
2: sure, but then, you know, at a certain point, if you're going down this route, you just make everything modular. Somehow. I mean, the whole
0: way that these <laughs> um cheaper compared to buying a whole bunch of components and putting them in your PC consoles that are still powerful work is because they're. Especially architected motherboards that have the chips placed physically closer together and stuff and all arranged carefully, yeah. right? The fact that the GPU and the CPU are like on the same, are next to each other is like an important part and surrounded by the RAM, uh, that which is all graphic style RAM, is part of the reason that they can be so performant and relatively cheap not that the scorpio or xbox one x is cheap but in comparison to they
1: build a whole lot more of these than they do any individual pc exactly
0: so that's the reason i mean the fact that it's not modular is the reason why it's affordable and fast so you can't turn it into a pc it will just become like one of those expensive small home theater gaming pcs that you know
1: I I agree up to the point where, boy, do Microsoft need to embrace this interchangeable hard drive thing.
0: Oh, that one's (laughs) fine. uh, I mean, hard drive isn't a performance, but, well, I guess it sort of is, but...
1: but... But you know, I know what you mean. It's like that's the that's the one thing I think Microsoft should should address with their yeah. system. It's like,
2: can you can we update the hard drive? So basically, what we've just proved from that conversation is that console generations are not going to go away. <laughs> no, they're not.
0: They've actually <laughs> I mean, accelerated if anyone's noticed. <laughs> like, a... yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think they're going to go away, but I think Microsoft are going to like uh, keep this backwards compatibility. I think I think they will at some point have to have. Hey, this is Xbox Two, and these games are only going to work on Xbox 2 upwards but i think they're going to i i at this point in time from what they've been doing recently i think they are going to have permanent backwards compatibility across the Xbox range and if,
0: i think that that's the 360 just the
1: message they've gone with recently
0: the 360 is going to be the longest period on the single hardware hmm. that there ever yeah. will be
1: well i don't know you say that, but the NES and the game, the game, the original Game Boy yeah, might yeah, already yeah. have that title. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
0: But you know what I mean. Going forward or whatever, it won't be. that will oh, yeah. all be shorter like, than
2: that. You say that Microsoft like, of can't get rid of their backwards compatibility, uh, but you know, Nintendo did eventually. <laughs> they were like, "We can't do it any longer. We can't have this console be backwards compatible with the previous one any longer. We have to give that up." Sure, but they only <laughs> ever went back one step. Well, sure, but they
1: always did it. But now Microsoft have emulated it, and they've but and all the platforms are basically PCs. Well, sure. What's stopping them from just keeping it? You know, we've got the emulator; we can just put that on the next
2: one. Well, it depends. I guess that depends on like. If they if their the way they've made their emulator is tied to the hardware in a, in any way, mm. that would make it more difficult. Yeah, because the way Ninty did it was basically just by having effectively
1: the same hardware inside. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> like and even Sony did yeah. that right when the PS3 playing PS2. Yep. Um, I'm not I'm not sure how PS2 emulated PS1 games. I don't know how that was done. Mm. Maybe that was on board chips as well. Um, but. Yeah. And that's why, you know, the later PlayStation 3s couldn't play PlayStation 2 games because they just ripped that whole chipset out to save money. Um, yeah. Whereas Microsoft have a software solution.
3: So it's like, yes, but that's, yeah.
2: If the software is still somehow tied to the hardware, then that still makes it more difficult. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Whatever they're, whatever
1: the, that emulation team is doing, it's genius. It, it's genius work. Because the open source community hasn't cracked 360, and they haven't figured out original Xbox, so if,
3: mm.
1: I guess so no. one. Well, I guess they have better, the, quite a strong yeah, advantage, a but. significant advantage, yeah, and with both resources and knowledge. Yeah, but still, that's a hard problem to solve. when they're doing it. What? Yeah, I, no, I think that's a safe bet. I think Microsoft keep the
3: keep backwards compatibility.
2: They should, it's their USP. <laughs> they should just move the backwards compatibility literally onto PC, just make it at every later. But that
1: that does come up and I think Phil Spencer has talked about that at one point, saying it's like we're, we're we're just not we're not there. Like the emulator is does expect and this is the thing, like that that backs up your statement. Like I think they have sort of said it's like, well we haven't bought three sixty to PC because it does expect certain timings. Hmm. Um, uh, and maybe that's not uh, maybe if you're like with a lot of emulation if your PC dips below a certain threshold eh, for whatever reason like emulation gets bad real fast right (laughs) like when emulation doesn't work right it doesn't just drop a frame it drops sound it drops input it drops all kinds of things and it goes real horrible Um, and maybe they're just a bit paranoid about that we don't want to present these 360 games in this in a horrible, underpowered emulatory way but you know, like when you're trying to run Dolphin, like the old versions of Dolphin, for instance, it's like, yeah, it's not, not going to... I can see why they wouldn't do it for that reason. Maybe when PCs get powerful enough, like give it a few years where the baseline PC can actually just run this stuff in its sleep, <laughs> then it's like, yeah, we put the 360 emulator
3: out, there you go. So, yeah, difficult choice.
1: Uh, I think that's news.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) time for what you've been playing, I think. So, who's going first this week?
1: Oh, Fortnite came out. I'll just quickly say that. I don't know anything about it, but that game... Exists,
2: um, now. you know, for a certain definition, of it came out <laughs> it was in like an open beta or yep. something. So, okay. Okay. some kind of early access thing. Oh, okay. Apparently, people are kind of pissed because they're they're selling bundles for it, but it's going to be a free to play game, and it's not very well communicated that that's the case.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, I, 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 yeah, I knew I knew it was a free to play, but
3: yeah,
1: and I think I think they've kind of always said it was going to be free to play. Oh well,
2: yeah, that too apparently on like the page where you go to the official, I guess, store page or whatever, where it's just like showing these bundles that doesn't really ever say that it's a free to play game apart from in like some really tiny small print ish kind of text somewhere. Mm. (laughs) It's like, that's a bit ridiculous. You don't don't have your like describe the game blurb that very clearly says it's free to play or (laughs) whatever. Right. Gotcha.
3: Right,
1: sorry, derail it for a second. But, it's you know, okay. That, that game's been in development for so long, yeah, <laughs> and it's still in development.
0: <laughs> okay, at least you should play it? Well, let's go with you, Rob, so we can save up some Splatoon for later.
1: <laughs> uh, be playing, Rob. Well, I got a brief amount of more Zelda time in. Yep. like before Splatoon came out. Yep. <laughs> so we can we can start we can lead with that. Um, right. Uh, I, I still haven't finished myself. it. Still, I still haven't finished it, but yeah, I've me been mucking around in
0: Gerudo. Yeah, um, I did that.
1: That's that's both an interesting and frustrating area of the game. Yeah, it's like it, it it mixes things up. I think more than any other area of the game.
0: Yeah, that's like, true. In terms
1: of how you get about what the mm-hmm. environments like, and it's. Kind of a hardcore area in a way. Like, oh, it's hot now; it's all cold, and it's like, how would I have done this if I went there early? Yeah, mm, um, it's,
0: I think it's yeah, it's, it's pretty tough if you go there first. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, but uh, equally, I found like the, the 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 need for more traversal is a bit frustrating in that area, and um, you know, keeping a sand seal, as it turns out, is actually kind of tricky. Like, yeah, it just sort of disappears. <laughs> bugger off of their own free will um uh so, but yeah so until you get the shrines around that area like actually like getting about is a bit a bit irritating
0: i managed um, to get the sand shoes actually
1: yes i've got those yeah
0: yeah they're pretty helpful
1: i haven't got my snow boots back though but like i know how to because i saw the thing i need to go do but it's like oh I, why didn't i just take a picture of that and then i could have done this immediately oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well you couldn't have though because i don't think it you oh can't it pre-take wouldn't take
1: pictures and oh, stuff and then it wouldn't take ah, yeah, you have gotta hike ah, back okay. up there, and I can't remember where the thing was now is the thing <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's real interesting, it's like it's, um, again, like as Zelda keeps doing, it's like I'm surprised by how much it keeps managing to surprise me,
0: yeah, it's, it's even impressive. if even
1: even if the gaps between surprises are really really long, they are <laughs> so now when they, when, yeah. when they when they do happen, it's like. Oh, oh, okay. You still had a card up your sleeve. That's that's fun.
2: But how shitty was that self section?
0: Yeah. I, okay. <laughs> so so I did. I did the Igor Clan hideout, and yeah, I agree with you, Zeg. It's not good. Uh, I don't. So what's it's the deal with it? It's like the
1: worst part in the game.
0: I don't understand why they let you fight. Um, you know, your way out because you, you can't win. You can't really oh, win. You can. You can <laughs> that's win. How I did it. I came pretty close, but it's, it's instant kill and it disables your fairies and your Mipha's Grace and whatever, yeah, every yeah, single yeah. healing item doesn't work. All
2: um, you have to do, it turns out, as I eventually worked out, is you just use one of the Lionel bows that fires multiple arrows and just use electro arrows and just shoot, like, three in, the, in their face immediately. <laughs> like, right. You just unload as quick as you can with the triple arrow for the massive damage. Like, you can kill those big dudes quick, quicker than they can react, essentially.
0: Right, okay. I hadn't tried that. I mean, because obviously they want you to do the stealth or whatever, yeah. and it's not that long, really. No,
1: but it, but it is irritating that they make you replay the first few yeah that's annoying like
0: it should have more like safe points in it i think that's the big flaw with it and uh, then
1: the larger one is a little awkward because especially when you get right to the end and there's quite a few guards about yeah, and yeah
2: overlapping zones yeah and
1: even though like even though you know you can like draw them out with, with various bits of bananas or something it's like you're not quite sure whether you can draw them all or if someone's going to notice you from afar before you sneak in Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then they come look. I got lucky when I did it because I think I'd managed to draw one, the one in front of the doorway out and I was like actually, that's really cutting it fine if he turns around to come back to his spot like that corridor is uh, long enough that he would have seen me but then you can drop the other one and it managed to pull like three guards towards the same set of bananas mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like Oh, okay. No, that's that's cool. I've got loads of time
0: now. I like yeah, the animation of them. Oh, like, yeah. The of like the, the that was cool. I mean, and the design of it is cool. I like the Yika clan design. And I really like the boss. Like, that guy's stupid and hilarious. It's one of the
1: most it's <laughs> the most inventive boss fights in the game, yeah, even if it
0: yeah. really easy. It's ridiculously but... easy, but the, I, he, I like that character. He's hilarious. Yeah. The, the Yika clan leader. Yeah, that was really good. Now um, prepared to be
2: doubly annoyed because after you've done the Union clan out, now you get those big dudes can, and the assassins can just appear randomly in the overworld. You don't even have to really? find them at the side of the road, they can just spawn. Why? Really? Yep, from now on, now you're fucked. Are they <laughs> wow. instant kill
0: as well? No, they, no.
2: they're like toned down. They okay. yeah, can fight them normally. But even just the regular dudes with the bows they would just spawn out of nowhere. Okay. Really sucks. Forever? Yep,
0: forever. Or, oh, okay. From now <laughs> <Okay>. on. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Looking forward to that. Yep. Well, and then just in the Grudo area or just anywhere? No, everywhere.
2: The whole world is now infested with you. (laughs) They'll find you no matter where you are. Brilliant i wouldn't have minded so much if they just like limited to, limited to be like when you were near a road or something <laughs> like,
1: like, like where you found
2: the original guy yeah yeah but it's just like you'd be miles out in the middle of absolute nowhere where there's no one else around and it would just suddenly the fight music starts up and you hear the laughing and the spawn poof noisy like god damn it fuck off
0: <laughs> hmm. that sounds annoying yeah okay quite annoying. Uh, yet to experience that okay
2: That's another good reason to do Gerudo last, in case you you needed any more reasons.
0: Right, okay, fair enough. (laughs) Don't have
2: to suffer that for any longer than you need to. Yeah, sure.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, I've done it the right way around then, because I've already got like 100 shrines, and I only just did the Yig clan hideout, so...
1: Yeah, I I think I managed to get to about 100 shrines. as well at this point. Uh, uh, And I guess guess the only thing left to do is to start heading into Hyrule. And it's like, I've got one memory I haven't found, and I can't find the painted guy to... I know he's told me about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, we right. talked to him once, but because it doesn't store what he tells you, No.
2: Um,
1: I, I don't know where he was to explain. It's the forest one. Yeah. I haven't found the forest one.
2: He's in one um, of the stables.
0: Yeah, the forest um,
1: bottom right, I think, on the album. It's, it's, the, it's the least, least like least distinctive. Yeah, least yeah. distinctive picture, which like, is like here's some trees. Yeah.
0: But is it the one where you can see the dueling peaks in the background?
1: No. Um, no it, it literally that's just looks lake like, one. It literally just yeah. looks like a forest. Like, and there's the uh, no defining, okay. defining feature.
0: Yeah, I can't um, remember where I found that.
1: And, and then there's two that are clearly in in central Hyrule, that, you know, one of which I know where it is, and the other one must be on the castle somewhere. So it's, yeah. um,
0: Oh, I know it's the forest like, one. Yeah, I know where that is, and yeah. There's loads of forests, so I don't know how I'm. Yeah, to
1: find I, it. Like, so I need to try and find what, Pikento, Picto, Pictoco, or something? Whatever his name is, <laughs> and like I mean, fi- find yeah, find his description of that place again. And it's like, oh,
0: I can't, like He I've, does, I've to be fair, like, he places, does tell you exactly there. where to go. Uh, yeah. for that one, he just says, just head north or whatever, just head <laughs> well, south of it's, here, and it's like incredibly close. Yeah, it's one. really yeah. close to him as well because he's. I, I, mean, I he's, remember.
1: I do remember yeah. him saying that, but I just didn't do it at the time. And now I can't remember where he was.
2: And it's like that's so that's a problem. The thing about oh, those yeah. pictures, which like is fun is functionally like better for gameplay but worse for storytelling. It like that picture's a hundred years in the past. Those trees wouldn't even be that yeah, the same. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. Yes, they had to do it that way so you could actually find the fucking theme. But uh, it's like, look, that's not how that
1: would work. And I think one of them is is decayed. It like has has like structural damage well, those, in the same way. I it's think like those ones
2: stru- are like the ruins of worlds at the time. Whereas <laughs> yeah, the one in the it. castle is different. Right, you can okay. see that, yeah. where it's like, obviously that castle is completely fucked now. <laughs> mm. And like the fountain one... That one looks like uh, the original uh, fountain, not the ruin of the fountain. The, the horse fountain. Oh, oh. No, well, no, I
1: well, thought both the horse the fountain
2: fountains... looked pretty much identical. Like I didn't see a. Yeah, the horse fountain is just sort of old in both cases. Yeah. Whereas the the one out at the front of Hyrule Castle Fountain, that one that, that hasn't like... changed. <laughs> that like... looks oh, that nice. Means... The right. ceremonial plaza. Or whatever Isn't there one called.
1: that has? Isn't there one of the, the photos? Doesn't that have the uh, the divine beast flying about
0: the Rito one?
2: I don't remember it being in the photo, but that could still be fine because okay, they, yeah, yeah. they were flying around hundred years ago. They were being well. used,
0: yeah. They were being piloted, <laughs> weren't they by the champions?
2: Yeah. So yeah, it's just the just the trees and foliage that doesn't work. It's like mm. that's hundred years ago. You're telling me this shit hasn't grown or changed or <laughs> fallen over. <laughs> it's a really old tree. And you know, I feel like that those whole the whole memory image things. They could have done that like in a slightly more cool way.
0: It, yeah, rather than the kind of
2: Rather than it just being a big glowing spot as a glow thing. Get it, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because
0: it works really well when there are memories just in the story. Um, and he's like, you know, like a character turns around or something, and he goes, yeah, and Ugh. he has a flashback. Yeah, and he has a flashback that works really well. But when it's just like walk up to a thing and press A, or whichever button is, I don't know. I don't
1: think
2: I mind that. You know, you you can get locational recollection, can't you? Like oh, sure. A, oh, well, you I can. Have, yeah. I meant more mechanically, where like it could have been cooler than just uh, as soon as you get close, you see the giant glowing spot, and then you just walk up. Like if they'd actually made you find it and oh, like what, hold and then, up and the picture like yeah, frame yeah, okay. it or
0: something. Yeah, that would have be been cool.
1: I don't know. I think I think that, that glowing point shows up when you're near enough that I'm okay with it. You know, it doesn't spawn from miles away. you do yeah, actually have to get yeah. quite close to it for it to for it to show up. Uh,
2: the final mem the final secret memory is slightly better, I guess.
0: Oh, don't tell us that. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. It's still a picture, but it's not a photo. That's the truth. Ooh. Makes it yeah. slightly more difficult. Interesting. Yeah. Although, nice. you know, you just take a picture of the <laughs> picture and you take it with it. You So, it's functionally not really that different. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: Interesting to know. I don't know where that would be. No. Right now. Uh, okay. I mean, they used that in one of the shrines as well, didn't they? Where there's that stable that has a... The dude has oh, a painting on the yes, wall, and yes, you're like, yes, Oh, yes. I'll just take a picture of that, and then go and, try and find that. I think
3: I've I think seen that. It's
2: the yeah. stable on the way up to Death Mountain. Yeah, I can't remember. I <laughs> at this point, um, yeah, uh, that's that's one of the good mechanics about Zelda taking pictures of
1: shit. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's cool.
1: I was a bit annoyed when the you know the one about finding Leviathan bones, and it's like the way that was worded, it was just like go find yeah. a Leviathan head. So you find one, and they're like, yeah, what about the other two? And you're like, sorry, what? I said I yeah, showed you a Leviathan I'm... head, and they're like, no, find the Hebrew one, and then find it. And like, well, what, they,
2: really, they were having a discussion, I know. like a freeway argument. Yeah, yeah you're like, okay, obviously there's going to be three of these.
1: Well, I knew there were going to be three, but there's like, it's, I don't know, there's something that there's an implication in the way it's worded that made me think it's like, oh, I only need to find one of these. Like, there's three of them, but I only need to find one to satisfy the requirement. Oh. it's like, then when handed it in, it's like, oh, oh there's
0: Jones. another two. Well, I found that ice one so far.
1: Oh, I've only found the, the really uh, I've, easy yeah, desert one.
0: Uh, I've, the ice, yeah, one, I've the not, ice
2: one was the hard one, essentially. Oh,
0: really? That's the only one I got. Well, uh, because it's... It's, not the it's the, in that weird go, puzzle, yeah.
2: Not because there's yeah. any kind of spoiler around it, but the ice one is entirely underground.
0: Oh, no, yeah. no they do say that. They did
1: that, like, one of the guys having a conversation do tell you that that one's going to be in a Tricky, cave. Whereas, so.
2: like, the other two you can fucking see on the map. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Because I went up to that icy region or whatever. Uh, he- is it Hebra or whatever? Hebron. And, like, Hebron. I found, like, three shrines, and they were all major tests of strength. I was like, oh, God, that yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's a lot of them there. And there. It's slightly, slightly boring at this point, isn't it? Getting yeah. It's just well, like, I, I can, can kill
0: just... them really quickly now. Yeah. Um, I can basically if I, yeah, I mean if I put on the well, ancient armor and get a, Which
1: I don't you have because I'm, I'm money screwed at this point.
0: <laughs> if I, if you get the battle axe like that or whatever, the you know the big weapon, plus, plus. the plus. Yeah, the plus-plus, but the you know the greatsword equivalent, which is like a big axe thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and you eat a banana or two, and you can just sort of spin round and kill it <laughs> right, in, yeah. in, like, in no time, really.
1: Yeah, I don't have any of the ancient armor yet. It's too expensive. Um, I've only, only just got the last. Well, I, that was my main training, focus for a cost, while.
0: cost <laughs> a lot armor. of
1: rupees.
0: Right, oh, I haven't done that yet. I've only got three of them. I haven't got yeah, the, last the,
1: the, the last one. The last one was worth mega bucks, yep. and so I spent yeah. all my money on that, and right. then realized only that to really, not yeah, be able innovative. to
0: upgrade <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anything really to level four because
1: yeah. getting like the dragon scales is a pain in the arse. Yeah, that's
0: something I've never done yet. That's one of the most important. I, I, I've, I unlocked... only ever,
1: I've only ever got like stuff off for Rosh. I haven't got stuff off anyone else, and it's like right, like I haven't seen. I don't, I don't see Dinral all that often, and when I do, he's in the wrong bloody place for me to do anything. I think I'd and said then, this
0: before on the cast, but I found Din Ralf's scale in a chest in the castle. So that's how right, I, I had a lot of that. Yeah. yeah.
2: One, one of each in the in Hyrule Castle.
0: Huh. Anyway. Yeah, so I need it's to learn how to... The castle. <laughs> yeah, well, I just went to have a quick look one time. I didn't <laughs> yes. even get the... I didn't even get the... Um, the shield or whatever. The, right, the Hyrule shield is in there in the basement somewhere. Yeah but i haven't done that either
1: i'm still a little bit afraid of like just wandering through bloody guardian field because like t- i hate going against the mobile guardians when there's no cover about yeah it's like, those things are the worst
0: well i didn't it's... go up the well that way i came i went from behind
2: yes, you just just got into hyrule castle with any of the numerous ways that you can dip it yeah. with the paraglider or in fact yeah with a boat, if with you the boat with the paraglider Although I guess in order to get to where the boat is, you still have to go for Eastern Guardians.
1: Uh, I guess if I went back to it, which I can't because I can't. If I bought a Switch, I couldn't transfer my save from no. Zax. so i to borrow Zax and all. I finish it again. Still, like the and like. Oh, like that's I guess retarded, isn't it? that's retarded! You have to spend spend a ridiculous amount of money on ancient arrows or something, and then
2: are not really that difficult once you have the Master Sword.
0: Yeah, the Master Sword and the Ancient Armour because the Ancient Armour gives you Guardian Resist and then the Master well, I felt, Sword... I've
1: got like the, the, the Guardian Resist bit of jewellery you can get from yeah, that helps
3: yeah.
0: Right. Um, then it's not so bad. Um, and obviously Ancient Arrows can kill them instantly, can't they? Yeah, if yeah. you do it right. So. In the eye.
2: But yeah, the Master Sword is all... Like, all you really need is some amount of height so you can paraglide onto them before they stop yep. you and then yep. just... Instantly, cut the legs off, and then you're done. <laughs> that's it. They're yeah, pretty like, much done at that point.
1: I've only just discovered you can cut the legs off. Yeah, that was the, That's that. That gives that, you more that, parts you. as well
0: if you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I, not very
1: many, but it does. I didn't realize that was a thing. Like, that, that's only just. Well, uh, I mean, only the last time I fought one was when I. So like you one. don't really know
2: until you start fighting them, I guess. I guess
1: yeah <laughs> uh, Yes, yeah, so a Zelda I suppose.
0: Yeah, me That's too. I I don't think I've done anything else on that apart from the Yiga Clan hideout and stuff. Mm. Doing deserty stuff. Um,
1: I hope they all. All I'm saying is, that I hope they add... But I w- I'll probably end up with a switch eventually. But it's like, like when 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 they do, but the, well, when I do, I hope they've got safe transfer sorted by then.
2: But you can probably. You know, there might be an opportunity for you to finish this other day. Maybe between the splatfest, I've had a significant amount of splatoon. Well, who knows? You might be done with splatoon at some point. Think, well, later. at some point, but yeah. for a while at least, I'm sure there could be like a week or something where you can have it back. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, yeah, so I focus on that while I had it.
1: Uh, I've got. I think I've played as much Formula Fusion as I dare ever play. Um, <laughs> Because I got all the way up to the last level in a, in elite class, and it was it was easy all the way up till that point. and it's and then the very last event is impossible. Like the AI, it suddenly becomes lightning fast. They would do like take turns that it seems impossible for you to for one turn for some. Reason. Except for one turn where it explodes every lap, <laughs> um, which is quite funny. Um, it's like a one on one race with the beast, and like he like I'm yeah i don't i don't know how that's beatable i honestly have no idea how that's beatable um and the the last track in particular in that game is just so awkward and wiggly and uh seems like i I just don't know how to take the turns tight enough with speed and like it has a loop the loop in it which should be fine except the tight is so narrow that you just end up grinding around the the side of most of it and it's like "Mm." Yeah, I I guess I'm not I'm just I'm just not big on that game. It's like it was it was alright, but it just never quite did it for me in the way Wipeout does. Um So yeah, a bit of a bit of a bummer overall, I think. Um, mm. I, I mean I started to like some of its quirks. Like, you know, the 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 Manhattan course is one of the more interesting ones. It's still quite fiddly and wiggly, but it's a bit more uh, it's a little bit more forgiving. You can learn that one. I feel you. you, you and I, I feel that's. I feel that's doable. Um, whereas Transatl, the last course, is, yeah, it's just it's just a mess. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that that's the general feeling. I think of the game overall that you leave it and you just think this is a bit of a mess. Hmm. Hasn't come together. Uh, so that's a shame. A uh, uh, final review of uh, that visual novel. <laughs>
2: Fault milestone one. Well, the real, the only real question is how many twists did it have? None. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> oh, okay. It, 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 I mean, I guess it kind of was what you expected. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't what you expected. A twist, at least. The, what the was was... really obvious twist that you knew was going to happen right from the start. I'm, you know what I'm struggling to remember there was one I do remember
1: having one moment towards the end where I was like, "Oh, you know what that actually came together Like <laughs> well, I had that thought where it's like oh you know the, the, this a sense was formed as a, <laughs> <laughs> a sense made, yeah um but it and it and it turned out to be something and, you know I'd sort of blow on about how that how that, how it seemed so utterly impressed with its own mechanical nature
2: they try and get that paid off
1: yeah like (laughs) they this is
2: this is important really for real
1: there is one detail i think in the mechanics that is only really used at the start of the game that then becomes the explanation for how things happened in this in what the entire novel ends up being just a series of flashbacks and it's like, or you know, a story that once was that doesn't affect the current story.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and yeah, there's a detail from that that suddenly comes back at the end. And it's like, oh, OK, that like you've used your mechanics in a way that kind of makes sense. Uh, and then it cuts to what the real storyline should be, I guess, and then ends. <laughs> it <laughs> it's like wait, wait for milestone two i guess mm. which i have no <laughs> <I'm> good <laughs> i mean it, like, it, it picked up its pace at the end and th- and ha- had a surprising jump at one point where it's just, just sort of the story just seemed to skip a beat it felt like but I, that didn't matter because i understood what was going on so it's like but like given it's the way it was presenting itself right up to that point it was like hey wait what did okay, you've just moved ahead a little bit. That's fine. Maybe that was a glitch in the novel. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, I appreciated it. It was like, oh, you suddenly picked up. It, 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 you know, it did feel a little bit like watching an anime series in the sense that, you know, that last episode, suddenly, like, the, the the speed of everything suddenly just ramps up ridiculously from what the rest of the series has been. It's just like, here we go, resolution, bam. <laughs> yes. Um. But I then went and investigated, like not really knowing if this was like an example of it having been my first one. It's like I'd start in a good representation of the visual novel genre and when looked up some opinions and reviews and stuff. And it's like, no, apparently this is not. This is not a good place to start. <laughs> um, this is not a uh, um, particularly well received
2: yeah, but I bet I um, bet people who write those kinds of reviews probably are quite picky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
1: there was there was a lot of that as I, as I as I, read, I read a few and yeah there were there were definitely things that people liked about certain stories and certain didn't that you know and then clearly some people did enjoy Fault but um, for precisely the reasons that the other guys didn't like, but uh, just just from a pure like literature review standpoint, most of them still picked up the you know, the dialogue is kind of bad a little bit over. The over-explanatory nature of it all is a little much, and uh, um, yeah, the reliance on flashbacks to basically tell a story that is sort of inconsequential to where the main plot felt like it should have been going. Yeah. Anyway, visual novel. There you go. I've done one. I done I done a book.
0: Done a <laughs> done a book on a screen with buttons yeah. to press
1: and a bit of music. That is the one thing I couldn't quite figure out. I kind of wanted to just press a button and have it just go. Right. And just like, like, so I didn't, so I could just sort of watch the text. Um, but the only option I found to do that just made it go, like just zip for it, like ultra fast. And it's like, no, it's, just write an auto hotkey screen yeah I guess <laughs> about every amazing I, pro- I probably, should, probably should have done but then, but then you know I, an auto mode I would have hoped would have like progressed like at the speed of the amount of text that was sure. on screen Yeah, if it, was, if it was done well otherwise I'm just you're, you are just pushing enter all the goddamn time and it's like after a while my thumb gets tired
3: <laughs> like I don't know
1: really yeah no weirdly because you're like sat there with a laptop and you're sitting in a position that you probably wouldn't do. like you're trying to recline and just sort of be casual about this you're like you're not holding a controller or anything yeah. like that it's like you're, you're and i'm sort of mixing it up every now and it's like right wow, i'm going to use the mouse button to do the do, do it for a while it's really uh, annoying with books isn't it? you constantly you
0: know you run out and you have to then actually physically like turn the page to the next one all the time it's really annoying <laughs>
1: yeah, you're doing this like every sentence or every part of a sentence right it's like at least with a book you're turning a page like every minute like yeah like, this is like click 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 oh click, yeah click, okay click. Like enter button, enter button, enter button. Oh, touchscreen! I can try that. Touchscreen, 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 touchscreen. <laughs> you know, <I'm, laughs> that was weirdly the most annoying thing about it was clicking through the text. <laughs> what a game! Ten yeah. out of ten. <laughs> uh, I did notice other reviews that picked up on my weird on the weird ellipses thing that I mentioned. You know, where it does it three times for some reason at the end of a scene. <laughs> and I was like, why, why, why make us click through that three times? Uh uh yeah, so there's that. What else I've I been playing? Uh I started playing Happy Snake game, always known as Snake Pass. Oh cool. Uh yeah, which, you know, I'm a big fan of sumo digital. This looked like it has been well received, so let's let's give it a give it a try. You enjoying um, snaking around? it's real interesting, this thing.
0: The movement, right? It's... Yeah, it's it's kind of un it,
1: i hate I kind of hate to use this description, but it's a bit quappy mm-hmm. in that you're quappy yeah, in that you're doing controller gymnastics just to
0: get around. I forgot about quop.
1: it's it's amazing um, <laughs> you're you're kind of having to do like so but it's, but you're basically driving your snake like you 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 use the control stick to to, to have his head point in the direction that you wanna go. Uh and then you use right trigger to make him go forwards. Um uh, and then you can hold A to make him lift his head to try and help climb or let it hang to sort of go down on uh on on, on the beams and things like just hang over the edge and head mm-hmm. downwards. Um but you also have left trigger to increase your grip. Um, to try and like hold on to things. Squeeze onto things, yeah. But all of this works within the realms of a physics model, so it's um as sometimes unpredictable as games physics models can be, although it doesn't like spaz out or anything like that, but there are times where you're like holding grip and it's like oh I'm clearly slipping this is not good um, uh, I need to try and deal with this or like ah oh, there's not quite enough uh, at my I can't lift my head quite high enough to somehow get this or like i don't like the way that you move seems to be based on like right if your skin is touching a certain surfaces then it allows you to have a certain amount of movement on that surface and it's like sometimes you can like be butting up against the surface and it doesn't feel like you're getting movement from it right so it's 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 really hard to explain how it works because it's like you can get a vertical pole but you can't just climb a vertical pole you have to uh you know there has to be little ledges for you to sort of stop on and get some amount of purchase on it's like you get you get all of your movement from horizontal edges more than you do vertical edges or so, it's doing something like that yeah. so it's forcing you to wrap around and stuff but uh it's it sometimes feels like oh it's like oh i i just haven't been able to get the purchase on this for some reason even though i wrapped around it and it's like i'm not i'm not I'm just not getting motion out of it um and, you know, sometimes that physics can really screw you over and it's like getting around like certain sections of that game are quite, take quite a while to get around and then we'll have like a death jump or something, or not really a jump, but, you know, there's something, if you screw this up, you're going to go back like a long way and you're going to have to do this whole section again, or you'll die and you'll have to go back to the last checkpoint and do this whole section again. So it's one of those games uh, in, in in some respects, which is quite frustrating. Hmm like in the sense I'm fighting physics and but because it's physicsy and has this really casual appearance it sort of seems like it's not I'm playing a game that looks like a different game
0: yeah it's like really you know friendly inviting looking visuals but you're actually toughing it out with the physics yeah. model and what, I, yeah I'm,
3: I'm
1: like 6 levels in out of what I think will be 20 and uh it's yeah, it's already tricky. The actual, you know, the main path is already tricky enough. Mm. You know, like the, the 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 main line that you have to take, it's like no longer feels casual at this point, and it's that, which I suppose is good in one respect, but it's like this is the Happy Snake game. <laughs> it's it's like, the, like yeah, no, it's it's hard. It's hard. I, I will go go that far and say it's that. It's like, and maybe that's just my inability to do <laughs> control of gymnastics, but. Um I I find it pretty tricky to play. Um uh, but you know, it's a it's a it's a good looking game. It's a it's presented in that sort of throwback style of here's a level and here's all the things you've got to pick up in this level. Mm. Um you know, with with simple simple menus. Um the David Wise soundtrack feels very retro, but with like modern instruments, you know, it's a uh, uh yeah, in a weird way, it's a very throwback game with a very physicsy modern control scheme, uh, and it's really interesting. It's uh, really good looking as well. Yeah. Like I said I really like the look of it. You know, it's Unreal Four powered, and uh, uh, you know, it's got a large quantity of grass and a nice high quality depth of field and anti aliasing going on. Um, the way they've done the snake is quite clever because it's like It's clearly, I I don't even really know how to explain it. It's not like all the polygons move around because that wouldn't look smooth enough. It's like it's doing, leave the polygons of the snake in place and modify them and move the texture along it. Mm, Um, Really? Which you can sometimes, which the the only way I can see is when like the camera's up close and you can clearly see that the, like the rings of Noodle, the snake are um, sort of shifting a little as the shader, Sort of rebuilds the texture, I suppose, as it moves. Mm. Like you know, like the, the the rings aren't just like a straight like hard edge; they're like a nice sort of scaly edge. And as you move, sometimes you can see that scale sort of move about a bit and ripple yeah, a the little, color. Right. Yeah, for the color move about. So they, they've obviously used some sort of interesting technique for, um, uh, you know, modeling how, how the actual model move, modeling the model yeah. <laughs> as it moves. Um, Yeah, so it's a a technically fascinating game. It's a mechanically fascinating game. Um, Something different as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I think my biggest problem is that I think the levels are way too long. I think they could have... Right. Especially especially as the game's getting harder, I think they could have quite easily halved the length of the levels and split them up a bit. Um, Mm. uh, And as I say, I'm only six bloody levels in, and I'm already thinking that the last... I think I spent an hour on level six just trying to get through it. And you can't save mid-level. Um, so you kind of have to commit to the run, as you say. Yeah, like, and, and, and it's like, well, if you're doing the... it's I, it, it takes that long if you're trying to get everything in the level, right? If you're not trying to pick up all the collectibles, then you, you can do it a lot faster. Um, once you learn the route and stuff, you can do it in a matter of minutes in some cases. Um, but that first run through a level where you're just trying to get every coin and every wisp um on really com- on really difficult bits of bits of uh, bamboo uh with checkpoints some distance away you know it could take a really long time to actually pull it off um and so i would uh i i would have preferred shorter shorter levels i think if uh especially given how heavy they go on the collectibles because you know i'm playing it hardcore i'm getting everything as i go Uh, yeah, so Snake Pass. Cool. It's a real, real interesting thing. Worth checking out. Uh, I think that might be me. I think that's... I think that's. Oh, well, you know, my, my usual muck, mucking about with emulators. <laughs> I wanted to see if I could get Wipeout 3 running. Yeah. Uh, and you can, although it was a bit of a faff. Uh, I've had it working in EPSXE before running directly off the disc because that's one of EPSX, you know, PlayStation emulators' tricks, as they would like you. They can work just off the actual disc, mm. but given that the disc I think is in the loft somewhere, or maybe in the box of the PlayStation Two that Zach might
2: have. I don't know. I uh, gave you that box back.
1: Oh, okay, it's in my loft then. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just couldn't be asked to go into the loft, so I downloaded the like the the ice an ISO rip of it, and it's a. Uh, actually getting back to work with the music was real tricky. Really? Yeah. For some reason, like it, it doesn't like EPSXE. It doesn't like playing what was, uh, I think Red Book audio or CDDA. I think they call it, um, uh, you know, just CD tracks basically. It has a hard time playing those back properly. Um, which I think would be quite an easy thing for it to do, but whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that wasn't working for me, but I did find, um, uh, something called PCSX Reloaded, that is a version of PCSX, but with a load of plugins already built in and some bug fixes and tweaks made by some other guy who had a go at it, um, and having having mucked around with that and got a hold of some plugins for it and things like that, I can now at least get that working. <laughs> and the music works, because you know, playing Wipeout about the music is kind of most yeah. of the point of that game. Kind of, yeah. And it turns out that the actual sound effects are
0: quite sparse. I didn't really realize. Right, if you're playing it without music, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, it holds up. I mean, yeah, it's only running. It does out like it like does. 25 frames per second, and you know, it's quite, it's somewhat basic, I suppose, compared to modern Wipeouts, but totally playable, totally enjoyable. Cool. Uh, yeah, still, still, still a pretty good game. And as I say, the, the Wipeout Three Special Edition, which is the version I had. You know, had had quite a lot of throwback tracks from the first two Wipeout games in it as well. that I totally forgotten were there, and it's like, oh yeah, this was this was actually quite a sizable Wipeout as well. Uh Yeah, good game,
0: and all the go. awesome like design stuff in that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the the one with the Desi- designers Republic. So it's yeah, got the, the, the ridiculous grey menu and the uh, and the font, <laughs> the font and the. I know, the the know, the little Japanese character that sort of, like, always count, that oh, counts yeah. down every race with the, the little lollipop. Hand action. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, I, there were certain details in it that I'd totally forgotten. Like, you know, I didn't realise they did the thing where they're, like, which I think a lot of racing games tried to do at the time, where it's like, oh, the seagulls on the track that fly away and <laughs> things like that, and it's like, oh, I put, didn't realise the PlayStation had games that did that. And then remembered that Ridge Racer Type 4 Yeah, that's definitely a
0: Ridge Racer thing, yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was cool.
1: Zach and I played Deadbolt for a video, so that will come. Yep. Uh, I won't
0: talk any more about that, mate. Look forward Uh, to that. On our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, another Katamari video will have gone up shortly before this podcast gets published. We're carrying on
0: with that. No, 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 no.
1: Tell me about Splatoon.
2: Tell me everything.
0: <coughs> tell you everything?
2: everything. I don't think I need to tell you everything, do I? Don't no, no, I no, can no, tell no. you like 10% of it and they just be like, you already know the rest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing that, I guess. Quite. You guess? Quite a lot, but not that much. Quite a lot, but not that much. Well, I haven't been playing <laughs> the actual multiplayer <laughs> very much. <laughs> right. i played the whole of the single player. Well, I say the whole of it. i played through the single player. Mm. If you want to play the whole of it, that's a lot more because it has the ability to complete every level with every weapon. Which is a major change from <laughs> the first one. <laughs> yes. It's, the... it's no longer unlocked by an Amiibo or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. And, you know, there's like 10 goddamn weapons. <laughs> So that's a lot of replaying the entire goddamn thing. Mm. There must be, I don't know, like 20, 30 levels, maybe. I don't know how many there actually are, but yeah. Oh, that's good. Replay that all good? of those with every weapon. I mean, it's fine. It's a lot of, you know, it's not very much about shooting as with the rest of the game, I guess, but <laughs> mm. you're mostly just trying to work out how the fuck you get to a place and then that was kind of the same with the original. That it was
1: like sort of platforming challenges yeah. with a bit of shooting thrown in, Yeah. and it's a uh, uh, yeah, or ink manipulation or something like that. You know, they they do stuff with the world. Well, yeah,
2: basically every level has the thing that that the puzzle that that level is all about, and then it gets used multiple ways throughout the level. It's like, here's the level where you first get introduced to sponges, so it's all about the sponges and Mm. various ways to climb up and and ink up the sponges. Or here's the level where it's just about grinding, so it's all rails. (laughs) Do they reuse concepts? Yeah, but not, you know... They don't make a whole other level with just one con Like, those are the... Essentially, tutorials for that concept. I right, guess. right, right.
1: So they might they might be in other levels, but the, the level you're in won't be about that concept. No,
2: you? but yeah. it, will, it will. It will be about a different concept, but those elements will appear occasionally. Mm. I mean, mainly things like the rails, of course, right, because sure. you know, for yeah, a rail, in occasionally it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, rails are fun. <laughs> and yeah, getting through that was not too difficult. I don't know if the bosses were as good as they were in the first game. I mean, I hadn't actually played the first game, so there's already no. They were relatively simple.
1: They were like kind of cool spectacles, but they're, they're, they weren't too tricky.
2: I feel like... Well, I feel like there was a couple of them that didn't lean heavy enough on the actual transversal thing, which was the whole point. Traversal. Because, Traversal. you know, the first boss, they actually, I guess... It must be been maybe the third boss. They reused the first boss from the first game, the cube. Oh, right. Except it's been upgraded or whatever, so it's like the harder version of the cube. The cube. But the first boss of this game is essentially the same as that. It's the same concept. The thing does an attack pattern and then sits there for a minute while you ink it and climb up it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty yeah. much how all the
1: bosses were. And so it's, there's, there's something like that in all of them
2: but now there's like there's a couple that aren't really like that and I like it's like I wish they were because that's that's, the, that's how that's the figure out this game it's not just shooting things there's a couple of bosses that are pretty much just shooting them
1: right yeah, because there were ones that like created different pools, and you had to navigate through the ink pools and, and yeah. do like stuff like that. And not all of them were about climbing in the original, but like you, they you all use a sort of inky mechanic in some way.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's like one. I think it's the second boss, whereas the first. I Don't know if it's the first. I think it's the first time you get the roller, but you do get the roller shortly before that, mm. if not in that one. But it's it's like. He has a roller too and then you just have a fight. <laughs> no. And then, you know, he has a set of moves and his attack patterns get more complicated after each time you hit him <laughs> standard do you, procedure. Do you but get it, the random levels where they throw in like
1: other um they're not inklings, are they? But they're they throw in octolings Yeah, into the
2: that's the last level of each set. Is is where it's just a, it's just a multiplayer map, but with slightly different geometry. Yeah, <laughs> we just threw in a few different obstacles onto this sort of multiplayer yeah, map yeah, that to, already to, exists to force you down a path, and basically. then you just go and yeah. shoot the enemies. Yeah, and they suck. <laughs> yeah, they they did that in the original as well. That's why there's no bots in this game because apparently they can't program AI. <laughs> yeah. And also, you know, just like in the actual mod player, they're quite easy to spawn camp because you know, as soon as you come up to the next area, one of them is going to spawn, but they still have the, they don't come all the way from their spawn. They come out of ink usually, but they still have the jump marker. So it's like, oh, look, if I get there quick enough, I'll just shoot where that, where you're about to be, and then you'll just die immediately.
1: Oh, but that's—I I, kind of like that because again, that's a sort of tutorial for the multiplayer, an aspect in the multiplayer. Yes. In way. it's like yeah, it's, it's, they're being consistent about their rules, which, yeah. I, which I like.
2: But yeah, that, so I got through all of that. And then <laughs> I guess it's like kind of—I like the last boss. There's just like there's a whole section where it's just on a rail. You're just grinding, and mm. I'm like, that seems kind of like a classic maneuver to have the rail segment, yeah. sort of Sonic-esque in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: last boss, quite epic, like because it, it was fairly epic in it's the first. It's fairly so. epic,
2: but it's not really. There's not much to it. Mm. It's just like it pretty much only has one, uh, one. Well, it has one attack that you can counter, which is how you damage it and all the other attacks are pretty much inconsequential. <laughs> you're only waiting for that attack to happen, and everything else is really easy to dodge. Right, because
3: uh, that,
1: that sounds somewhat similar, because yeah, in the first one, like it applied a lot of attacks, and but they there came points in the level where like it would make the level trickier, so actually avo- like, avoiding his attacks would get harder and harder. Yeah, there isn't really
2: any um, of that. It's pretty much just a straight fight, mm-hmm. though not really any elements to the level except for the bit where you're on a rail, but then that actually almost makes it easier because you know it's going to shoot directly at where you're going to be on the rail, so you just have to time your jump to avoid the one attack that it's hitting you with and then shoot the other attack. Not too complicated.
3: Hmm.
2: So yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, I'll probably end up playing some more of it with the up, going through the gun runs. Yeah, see if there's actually...
1: There must be stuff to get out. Well, like, apparently there
2: is. Yeah, But also the other thing you get out of just going through it on the first time through, is you can get some of the bo- uh, the food bonus item tickets for the XP up and the money up. Yes, yeah, talk to me about because food is new. Well, it's just temporary buffs. I mean the the food, the money and XP ones are the main ones. Like mean, coin doublers, yeah, essentially, right, right. And yeah, you get some of those through the. Through finding the secret areas of the single player levels, I guess. Mm. I mean, there are a couple of secret things that you get in single player. One's to upgrade the weapons, and the other ones like law. <laughs> oh, have, okay. Uh, have your little law booklet.
1: Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, because that, that was that was kind of cool in the uh, in the. I think it was presented a bit like. Um, you know how they do the thing in like in in the adverts and the, the marketing leading up to Splatoon two, like the Squid Research Lab, yeah. like, looking at it like a different thing. And the, the collectibles in Splatoon one were basically like snippets that someone were
2: putting together into a scrapbook about like the history of the squids. Yeah, and, it's like, kind of like that. Except in this one, it's a bit more like not so focused. It's more like every page is just its own little thing. Like here's the page about like Marina, and here's the page about. John, and This is the page. It's like right, right, each, right. each thing has That's its own individual page. It's not so much like a whole series that goes together in any logical way. Yeah, because let you find uh, there was something about weapon blue. Uh, I think actually,
1: had uh, you you unlock weapon sets by finding blueprints. Yeah. like on some of the pages as well.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: You don't really unlock anything. You don't really unlock anything for those two collectibles. I mean, the weapon upgrades is is the weapon upgrades, and that obviously those only really apply to single player. So. They're not any, and they don't go outside of the Sinclair. No. And then the law page is just law. But there are those tickets occasionally hidden throughout. But mm. they they're not really they're not as obvious because they're not recorded like the other two collectibles are. Like in in your list of levels, you can see whether you've got those two oh, collectibles. I see, but the right. tickets aren't,
1: so you can't tell if a level still has them.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you get those and then you go and buy the upgrade food. And then there's the other type of upgrade food, which lets you apparently theoretically improve the chances of getting a specific ability at the end of a match when your gear upgrades. Mm. Which i you know, I guess that's sort of useful if you want to But I'm not at the point where that matters because I'm not even at pre-star clothing yet, so I don't it's like it's basically irrelevant at this point. I'm just like whatever, whatever upgrades happen, happen. Yeah. (laughs) Don't actually care. But then there's this weird system
1: you're trying to explain to me about. That you can now muck about with the ability slots and get rid of the slots and like scrub them, and then you get chunks. Yeah, that you can then put in
2: other things. I think it what still has some of the stuff from the first game. Like you can still, you can still. I think you can still add slots to ones that don't have full slots. Uh, that costs sea snails. Yeah, as well. so yeah. that's going to be once the once that actually starts once we actually get to a Splatfest. Hmm.
3: There's
2: that, and there's also... I think it implies that you can re-roll the main ability through the same thing. So that's going to be oh, okay. also Sea Snails, like presume.
1: Yeah, I don't, I, didn't, I don't know if that was possible in the original. I think the main ability was always the main ability, like, and it was tied
2: to the gear. Yeah. Uh, but, the, yeah, the, the apparently new thing is that you can, you can just erase all the upgrade that you normally... aren't. Un- all the upgrades that you usually unlock from levelling up the gear, those slots you can just erase. But when you erase them, you get ability chunks of that ability. And then if you have 10 or sometimes more of a type of chunk, you can use that to put a specific ability into a slot. Mm. So in theory, you don't have to rely on randomness, or you don't even have to rely on the food with the percentage, like the improved chance of getting the right ability. If you wanted to, you could grind out enough chunks to be able to just put the abilities you want when you want onto the piece of clothing you want. The only thing you actually have to rely on is your time. Yeah. I guess. And you can get the ability chance a few other ways like Salmon Run rewards will occasionally give you ability chance. Salmon Run seems a bit manic. Yep. Salmon Run is like pretty fucking crazy. It starts (laughs) off pretty easy but it gets bloody difficult. So that's well I guess it doesn't start off that easy. It starts off pretty hard but it gets really hard. But yeah and it's interesting cuz it's like the the
1: difficulty is leveled like your ranking. So it's like as your character ranks
2: up you get harder. Well basically you start yeah. at, you start at 90% pay grade and mm-hmm. then every time you win it goes up 5% and if you lose in the first two waves it goes down 5% but if you lose in the third wave it stays the same. Okay. <laughs> So you can, you can maintain if you don't completely fuck up. But yeah, it's just an interesting way of doing it because most of the, like
1: horde modes or something like that—they either like just have a this is a flat difficulty and it just gets harder over
2: time. Well, I guess they or... wanted to come up with a way to make it automatic so they could have random lobbies. Yeah, because <laughs> if you're doing it locally in the local multiplayer area, you can set the difficulty before you start the match, so you can just choose how hard you want it to be. Right. Okay. What, so if you're
1: playing what, Play With Friends or Custom Lobby or something
2: like that? I think that. it's only in the local... Well, actually, I don't know if the online friends would let you do it, but the local lobby right. system lets you do it. So, yeah. You just you can set it in there in case you want to make it hard by default. Do you, uh, I guess would you gain the rewards from like local matches yeah I don't know how that does that just works. count as
1: exploitable so they're like no you're just playing for fun yeah
2: I assume you probably don't get the actual rewards mm. you might get some kind of rewards but maybe not the full yeah maybe just money or something because the way the rewards actually work is slightly different too because well it's the whole Samaritan thing is weird because it's on a time limit <laughs> Hmm. you can't just play it whenever you can only play it during specific times it's not even like the player maps where it rotates it's like you totally can't do it at all at certain times yeah that is odd but considering the ridiculous amount of rewards you can get in some ways that's a balance to it I suppose hmm. and I think the actual reason they put the time limit on it is because there's only two maps (laughs) so you'd probably get bored of that pretty quickly if you didn't have this limited factor and the fact that you want the rewards, so you have to you have to turn up to get those rewards
1: (laughs) i know know ninty have been i guess this is all like part of ninty just being a little bit paranoid about splitting the audience too much and having not enough players to run a mode
2: for instance but I think they maybe underestimated how much people wanted a horde Turns out we quite like horde range? Yeah. <laughs> horde, Lord. Yep, the horde. Range. So I played that a lot. You get you get a t shirt. It has three slots. It's a good way to get an early three slot t shirt. Hmm. And you can get that t shirt. Many. That's the one reward that, that that always repeats. Like when you go through the, you have basically there's two two like. Repeating loops of rewards that you do in a row—it's like 600 points to the first major reward, and then another 600 to get that set again. Mm. And the t-shirt appears twice in there. But then, once you've gone past that 1,200 point limit, the only thing you get is just the t-shirt over and over. Right, right. <laughs> so you can grade that t-shirt as much as you want, and that's how you can get extra ability chunks because what you can't have duplicates. So when you get other versions of that t-shirt, you just trade it out either for. Cash if it doesn't have any abilities, or ability chunks if it does have abilities in the slots.
1: Yes, I thought the original allowed you, now maybe that's a change, because I thought the original allowed you to have duplicates so you could, as its way of like, instead of re the items on your gear, you could you actually just, just buy, just have, again and just stuff buy again. the gear again.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe that's maybe they got rid of that because of this, something.
0: Yeah,
1: it, I guess. possibly. Yeah.
2: It sort of makes sense.
1: Add a bit of risk to it, I suppose, because if you're just buying new gear and going and levelling it up again, there's no real risk.
2: Well, wow. And, yeah, if you're working on the randomness where it's just like, I want to preserve this fairly good set, but what if I can get a better set by doing it again? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now you can just make a better set. Yeah. So, yeah, run is fairly crazy and it gets real hard. And out of the two levels, I think... Well, the other thing that's weird about it is they set the weapons. So you you get given four weapons between your four players, and each player gets a different weapon. And between each of the three waves, you get one of one of the other weapons. So you cycle through three out of the four weapons. I think that's
1: real interesting. I think that's a way of that's a way of getting a bit more life out of it because that changes periodically.
2: Yeah, and Um, it makes it more or less difficult
1: as well. (laughs) Yeah, and also, but then also creates makes your team composition is spread as well, rather than everyone just rolling in with rollers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: screw you <laughs> or something. <laughs> which, which
2: is what happens in the multiplayer. Yep. Pretty right. <laughs> but then, then the other, like, slightly straight, strange thing about the map, the two maps, these two maps is like, I think one of them is way harder than the other. I haven't, I'm not entirely certain that that wasn't just because of the weapon set. Like mm-hmm. maybe the weapons just didn't work that one time but like one of the levels has much more of a choke pointy kind of design. Whereas like the center of the map is kind of a raised slope. So that kind of naturally creates a choke point at the bottom of the slope. Whereas the other map is pretty much just a square. and do can come from anywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think that level is much harder, but it's like, I'm not entirely certain that wasn't just because of the weapon selection. Right. Although the first time I played that square level, the weapon selection was all the machine guns. And you'd think that would be the easiest weapon selection. (laughs) Hmm. just all the different variations of the just regular guns no rollers, no snipers none of that stuff hmm. you'd think that would be the easiest but apparently it wasn't but then again as I said that might just be the level maybe when you, when you do get rollers on the level it's even a fucking harder. Hmm. <laughs> who knows so there's that and yeah I didn't really play that much of the multiplayer maybe like level 12, 11 something like that and I've only been using the starting gun because I've been really doing really well with the starting gun. I was just like, well, fuck all these dummy guns, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, was, I think What's the, that? Yeah,
0: just a machine gun type thing? It's
2: more like an SMG, I guess. Yeah, you know, but they specifically it. make it look
1: a bit like a toy gun, the starting Wait, one. Sort of it's a, a box. Yeah, it's the, it's the same starting gun you got from the original, but it looks like, yeah, the, the, the one you started with, yeah, it looks a bit like a toy. <laughs> it's, like, it's quite funny. Like even, even more so than the Super Soaker guns you get later.
2: Yeah. I have been considering changing to the 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 gun that's, like, the real gun version of that gun. <laughs> right, yeah. But that wasn't the first proper... Yeah, the first rifle, actual... You know? SM, well, no, not the rifle. The first, like, more, like, SMG-styled rifle. Oh, okay. Where it's, like, more spread but faster fire or oh, whatever. I forget what they...
1: In shorter range, yeah. Because yeah. I, I used to be play that way. Like, just, just maximum, like... Although...
2: Just as many bullets as possible in the shortest well, space of time. In some ways, I'm kind of... Also, maybe don't want to use that gun just because it's the, it's just it's a fucking zapper.
1: <laughs> Got <laughs> that in and,
2: Nintendo. Stop
1: well, doing that. <laughs> well, that was in the first game as well. But yeah, and, and uh, I I've heard the zapper is actually relatively underpowered, and they had to balance that out recently. But yeah,
2: but it's just like you need to quit making that reference. No one, no one even remembers the zapper. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> remembers the zapper. <laughs>
1: I saw a video of people playing a duck hunt game that they had built in Halo
2: 5. Yep. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> like, so clearly, what you want is you want the, the Super Scope. That's what, that's the problem Nintendo gun reverence. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they could, they could make yeah. a charger that's better the Super Scope, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I haven't changed weapon, but it doesn't seem to matter. like, I'll still get 2,000 points of coverage. And there was one game where I got 16 kills. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Which was fairly ridiculous. Not even sure how I did that with that regular ass gun. Hmm. Is the um. Because uh, I've I've seen the umbrella,
1: but I've only seen it in single players. Yeah, that, I'm not sure that, 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 that does appear mode? in multiplayer. Okay. Maybe they'll still work
2: on balancing it and it'll come later. But Well, the trouble with it, it's basically a shotgun functionally in terms of the gun part, but it also has the weird, like, fires off the umbrella bit. Hmm. But that's not really a weapon, I don't think. And also, you know, you can shield yourself with the umbrella, I guess, mm. <laughs> is the other half of that gun. But, like, I'm not sure that that would really be any use in multiplayer, or mm. well, not the firing off the umbrella part bit. That seems entirely pointless for multiplayer, because it doesn't really attack. It does sort of a little bit, but not really. Yeah, maybe they'd
1: have to think about how they would do how they would do that. So yeah, I'm not sure that's going to make it, but okay. everything else. Because other than splat doolies, I don't think there's any actual new weapon types.
2: Mm, yeah, I think that's probably the only
1: one. So we have got your buckets and brushes
2: and splatling cannons. And... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how many multiplayer levels there actually are, but it's... Heard there, seem heard, many. I've, I've heard there's like eight, I think, which I think is
1: still more than Splatoon one launched with. <laughs> sure, but it's not as much as what Splatoon one ended up with. Yeah, so I would expect the same sort of release pattern.
2: Well, my question now is like, is if it goes with if, if we assume that it makes the exact same release pattern, mm-hmm. like the same period between releases, the same cadence some of them's going to have to be seven run maps, right? Yeah, maybe, <laughs> mm. yeah. But then, like, does that feel, like, worse in some way? Because the, 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 it's not the core game. Well, because it's... Now you're... You are having to split your upgrades between two separate modes. You're you're not reusing well, the same map like in Ranked or whatever. Yeah, but they did... They, I mean, Ranked got updates
1: of its own as well because they added... Modes. Like, they added more modes yeah. to Ranked uh, over over the lifespan. And it's... Uh, I think all of those have made a return. I don't think there's any ranked matches that have been left out from what I've heard. Mm. Um, not that I guess you're there yet. I think no. it's what level twenty barrier for ranked.
2: Oh, I think it's only yeah. ten for regular rank. Oh okay, so you've probably got that then. Yeah, but I haven't done that because I'm playing ranked. Want to maybe start using some other guns? And maybe think about my loadout or whatever, <laughs> or going into actual ranked. Seems like a good looking game too. Yeah. It seems to run very well on the. I've only seen it on your little switch screen, but it, it looks the part. I, d- I didn't think I'd find it as jarring as I did, but it is really noticeable that the, lo- lo- like the hub zone runs at 30 and everything yeah, else runs yeah, yeah, at 60. Yeah difficult i noticed it
1: that much but you really do it was a big deal in the first game <laughs> as well I, I i can sort of know why they do it so they can load more assets and have a busier environment for the hub yeah, but
2: is but, it really that many more assets than like a multiplayer level where it's eight on how, eight and you still haven't got the whole level to render four and four and <laughs> yeah and,
1: and then having to load in all the reverse stuff so <laughs> that's <laughs> oh that's an image yeah shouldn't be that yeah. difficult I, I guess more there's more character models because it's having look, not necessarily of the squids and stuff, but it's having a load on the NPC models. Well, they
2: have NPCs in the Moncler levels as well. They're just not really in the level. Yeah, but yeah, I probably rendered that as well because <laughs> they're not that close, are they? It's... Sometimes they're right on the other side of the glass pane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it seems strange, especially because, you know, apparently they use... Traditional scaling tricks where effects turn on and off or whatever to keep it running. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And and there's like um, resolution scaling going on. If you've got it, I think if you, that only kicks in if you've got it docked. I think if you're running it in the portable mode, it like just maintains 720 but like goes up to 900 or something if you're running
2: it. But and... You would still think they could have done that for the um, lobby as well. I mean, like why is this one, yeah, why is this one specific place so bad? I think if you even like think about playing the horde mode, how many things there are going on there, that's a goddamn huge amount of action. Hmm. That's the one place where I did notice effects turning off, but it's only on like the, the golden eggs that come out of the enemies. If there's enough of those in the level at one time, like the glow effect stops. Right, <laughs> That's the only effect that I've specifically noticed turning off. Hmm. <laughs> and that that, <laughs> that was so weird that I almost didn't think that that was like, intentional. I thought it was like a bug. Like it overloaded the effects or whatever, because right, <laughs> right, there right, were yeah. so many of them.
1: <laughs> The uh, the purple pack was on screen. <laughs> yeah. And leaving an endless trail. Yeah, exactly. Needed clearing up.
2: So, yeah, that. Spatfest, first one's coming up some first weekend of August, I think. I think.
1: Uh, it's normally only a week away from when they
2: take the boat, so. Yeah, should be about due. And then we'll, then I'll find out what the actual, have, what, what else the snails might be used for this time. Yeah. If anything, as far as I can tell, it's still only that one thing. What well, team were you? Your team ketchup, aren't you? yes. Team ketchup versus mayonnaise. Yep,
1: the one they may mayonnaise. I'd be team mayonnaise all the way.
2: I mean, it's not like I don't like mayonnaise. It's just ketchup is more useful in general. I I'm not sure I'd agree <laughs> with that. I, I use I use mayonnaise on way more things. And also... More sandwiches, I suppose. I mean, obviously, the, the actual problem with Splatfest is the secret voting is which one of the squid women do you care more about? Mm. <laughs> That's the secret Splatfest voting angle. I guess. <laughs> well, especially after they explicitly used it as the last Splatfest for the last game. Yeah. Well. Like, they know. I mean, it seems like they've always screwed that up in this game where they've made them too different. Like, in the first game, they were quite similar. <laughs>
1: twin sisters yeah, so, yeah exactly
2: well now they're actually quite different like personality wise and design wise it's like oh you 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 fucked up with your sweat fest because you've given this a personality aspect it's <laughs> 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 like actual politics <laughs> <laughs> so there's that yeah oh I shouldn't
3: have
2: watched you play it that's all
3: I
1: yep oh
2: that's... That's got my got my hype right up. I mean, I guess we don't need to discuss the voice chat situation because I'm not going to use it. And who cares? I mean, if we, <laughs> if we if we both ended up with a
1: switch and we wanted to play, we you know we'd use a PC and use Teamspeak or yep. something. Yeah, use Teamspeak.
2: Like, yeah. And I mean, who really uses voice it's- chat on a console? Or even the, any console. I mean.
1: You turn it off! It, it, well, I guess. <laughs> I did used to play Halo 5 with the voice chat on because most people that I came across playing Halo 5 were actually pretty good guys, you know? Like, yeah, you, you, you
2: could get into some real... You could get into a good crowd. It's like very early on I mean, in Rocket League I just turned off voice chat because he, I mean, there's, 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 especially in Rocket League where you just have the quick chat and that's really all you need for sure. tactical information or whatever. And, and the people who... Nobody talks other than to smack in Rocket League, <laughs> yep. so and then they can still do that through the quick chat as well. <laughs> mm. And there was a very, you know, there was a time in Rocket League where I distinctly considered the the other option that Rocket League has has of turning off regular tags, so yeah. only quick chats. <laughs> I got, but I did consider that as well. <laughs> but I do, you know. Sometimes I just like to see when people are angry and be like, "Ah, oh, you're angry, you suck."
1: <laughs> well, you have the advantage of that you're frequently quite good at multiplayer games in the sense where people think you're cheating a lot, <laughs> and and seeing them as only fortress.
2: I know. I, but, I don't think anyone
1: thinks anyone's cheating in Rocket League. No, but you know when that does happen, like the 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 assault flies, that is kind of fun when it's flying at you for being good. But like you know.
2: I don't know. I find when I mean,
1: you get the odd player, that's like uh, the, the worst one is when you get a player who is obviously rubbish, but is also very vocal about your team being being rubbish. <laughs> being rubbish. It's, yeah, Simon's yeah. just like shut up, mate. Well, that's why I want. We to might see... just be getting outplayed. Have you considered that?
2: <laughs> yeah. I want to see it so that I can, I can you know, look at the whole situation. <laughs> it... I really don't care. Well, it's, it it's like you. In some ways, you want to know. When people are, being, are bitching, because then you have the reason why they suddenly decide to stop playing. <laughs> oh, I mean yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to know why they've decided to be a whiny punk and stop playing? You have to see the whining in order to know that. <laughs> I've been seeing that again as I've gone higher up the rankings in Rocket League. I've got to like the middle of diamond, and suddenly it's suddenly people are whining again. <laughs> <laughs> it mean seems, they to, be like, seems to be like a precise threshold where that happens oh, I don't know I think I see it at every level I don't think I see it as bad and once I, once I got into Diamond it came to the point where not only were they whining but it was also the people who would like stop playing and like really early on it's just like oh you made one mistake so I'm not going to play the entire rest of this game and I'm just going to sit here because fuck you and I'm not even going to vote to forfeit I'm just going to sit here uh. <laughs> it's like this is dumb. Why did you do that? That's quite annoying. <laughs> the ultimate troll.
1: That's that's, that's report territory. For well, people, yeah, obviously. That's, that's, yeah. Always do that.
2: There have been a couple of times where uh, there was one game that I played like last night where that happened on the enemy team one of their guys got pissed off because they made like a couple of mistakes and it was like 2-0 down after a minute Mm. and he started not playing and then they the other two people on their team scored twice and then he started playing again (laughs) and it was like well why didn't you just continue playing the whole time and then you could have made this comeback a lot easier goddamn babies (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just Molokai though yep it is frustrating I'm, you
1: know, I'm still... It's I'm, true of most games, and actually Splatoon dodges that bullet by basically having
2: zero communication. Well, yeah, that's why that's why no one cares about the point, because yeah. yeah, it's a good thing, as it turns out. <laughs> Although it does kind of suck, where like, at the end of a game of Splatoon, you're like, we got completely trashed, and then on the scoreboard, you're like, oh, that guy had zero points, which means he was either AFK or he disconnected, and then it didn't properly remove him from the scoreboard or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> It's just like, that would have been nice to know while we were getting killed, rather than right at the end, and you were just pissed at your teammates because you thought that they sucked, but there was actually a reason. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you were a player down for most of it. And it's, yeah, yeah, it was. It, it was quite. It was quite. One. I think I remember talking about it at the time that that was one of the more pleasant things about Splatoon. was Just <laughs> you yeah. don't have to listen to people. Exactly. <laughs> Any toxicity that's there is just not apparent because you can't. There's no way of communicating it. Yep. I, I do think it's a slight bummer that they didn't improve the lobby system in that game. So you still have to back all the way out to change your gear, and there's no way of coordinating, like seeing what your team has, and then picking your weapon loadout to to match. Sure. Um, I think that's real stupid that they didn't improve that. Um, but then I guess in a weird way, now that they're sort of doing that in Salmon Run, where it's just like, oh yeah, here's the weapon set. Good luck. It's like in a weird way that was kinda of the part of the variety of it at the same in the same at the same time. It's like, right, what have we been landed with? Four rollers. Oh goody. <laughs> this is gonna be a challenge.
2: Like yeah, the lobby doesn't even make teams in the lobby. Like it just has a list of eight players.
3: Yeah, I think doesn't it always, even
1: split them in two apart from I mean, for the smartphones. I think it always did that in unless you played ranked, I think it did that sure. for turf war. Um Anyway. So it's like you wouldn't even be able to see the weapon loadout out because you wouldn't be able to know
2: who was on your team anyway. But it
1: never showed you what the weapons were on that screen well, anyway. No, sure. So you don't know until you actually get in the match. Good to know that it's still good, though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And yeah, obviously I played Rocket League, as we previously talked about.
3: Yeah.
2: Covered that. Uh, I played some more Minecraft fucking around the Sky Factory thing again. Although, actually, I I started over. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, I started over because I decided that th- th- this mod was too ridiculous. This mod pack was too ridiculous. And I was like, what I'm going to do is, now that I know what's going on, I'm just going to go through and trim all the bullshit mods. <laughs> and make this much faster to load and run better. <laughs> like, 100 of the 130, I yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think I took out... I probably only took out, like, 40 or something. <laughs> Jeez. But, I, you know, there's, there was a couple of mods in there which you just get rid of by default, where it's, just like, the decoration mods. Stuff that I don't care about. I'm only interested in mechanics. I'm not interested in <laughs> this fancy-looking chair. Mm. <laughs> or any of that stuff. So get rid, of, get rid of any decoration mods, obviously. So, yeah, that was... A- it runs much better, or loads much better. I guess it doesn't necessarily run better. I haven't built as much stuff yet, so I don't know whether it runs better. It's just dawned on me. I think we're going to have a real food problem. <laughs> yeah, I think we probably are
1: going to. I think a lot of places are now
2: closing. Which means <laughs> we should probably hurry up and end this podcast, which is probably in June, isn't
1: it? I have no idea. I haven't all really been looking.
2: Well, you turn, turn round, turn, ah, turn, turn two hundred and seventy degrees. Out of my comfortable chair position. Yes, we are overrunning. Dan, Goal. do you have anything to say apart from that bit about Zelda that we already talked
0: about? No, it was all Zelda. So <laughs> okay. uh, so we are done. Um, except that I might have to get Splatooned. Um, yeah. Really? Sweet. <laughs> so we'll catch you next time in a couple of weeks. What?
3: Well,
1: um, no, I'm, 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 in, I'm interested and, in that. What, what pushed you over the end, Dan? Sorry. Um,
0: <laughs> we've got, what is it? Katamari Damacy video coming on. Nope. Uh, no. Next. Oh, yeah. oh, that's already up, and then that's already up. That went up to
1: today, but that will be a few days prior to, or a day prior to this podcast yeah. being made. So. And
0: there's more to come. So enjoy that, and we'll catch you next time. Whoop, whoop, whoop.
2: Podcast.